0: Hey, what's up y'all? I'm sorry. Welcome to Millennial Love. what's up crew, this is Justin and as some of you may know, I've spent about four years in dermatology sales. So fostering a healthy skincare regimen is everything to my youthful look. Along with me, Shankara, I've also been using BioClarity, which is a super clean and gentle skincare line that helps me get natural glowing skin. And yes, men has natural glowing skin. One thing that I personally love about BioClarity is the moisturizer. After a clean shave, I follow the simple three steps. And yo, the moisturizing smoothie literally has my skin feeling like roomy and sir. The essentials routines for normal or dry skin are three easy steps cleanse, restore, and hydrate. BioClarity contains hydrating plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root. Argonne, Olive, and Shea Plus Floralux from Chlorophyll. BioClarity is hydrating, but yet lightweight, so it's great for spring and summertime, and it also helps minimize redness, reduce pore size, and even out your skin tone. BioClarity is delivered straight to you and is an easy-to-use, three-step skincare routine that is 100% vegan, plus gluten and cruelty-free. Get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for 50% off a routine, plus shipping is free. And it comes with a 100% risk free money back guarantee. But you need to enter our code LOV3. That's bioclarity.com and enter our code LOV3. Love y'all.
1: Why did you <laughs> apologize? Cyborg.
0: I had to apologize because. <laughs> I was so trash last week, and I want to seriously apologize to my um, podcast mates Michelle and Carr, because I was literally cutting y'all off.
2: Aww. I was not making
0: any sense.
2: <laughs> it's okay.
0: Um, but you, you did know make what?
2: sense when you started talking about networking.
0: I know, but when it came to like, I was like rooting for Kanye West. <laughs> but I will, go, I will explain. I will explain. So listen.
1: I remember yes. now.
0: <laughs> I was, I was for like Kanye getting Reyes. mad at you. So Sorry. I processed this, right? So I went to Cancun and so I was like, I had to process this moment because- I'm like, why was I riding for this nigga like that? Well, first, I apologize. That's my apology. I really apologize. So did he.
1: He apologized, too. I know he did. Weird.
0: But you know what it was? Listen, listen. I know. Yeah, we got money. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. we
1: just going to give you know, it to them. Is, I mean, we yeah. still, ain't yeah. we still We
0: still <laughs> But you know what I realized? I realized. Well, first of all, welcome to Millennial Love. This is episode... 81. 81. I'm Justin.
2: This is Mish. This is Cardi. And
0: welcome back. We talk about sex, love, and how we're selfish as fuck. But back to the Kanye West, I realized that I would like I was a huge fan of Kanye, right? And I never would just fully
2: let it go. Let,
0: let it, it go. go. Like deep down inside, I still like him, but because of all the stuff that he has done, like I have to cancel him. <laughs> it's like I don't want to
2: c- yeah. cancel you, but I
0: have to, right?
2: I mean, Kanye, Kanye is canceled for me. I don't think everybody got to cancel him, you know? Like, dude, you want. No,
0: but no, but, I do want to cancel because I don't agree with the shit that, that he his does. Album
2: still went number one I know, but I'm thinking I mean, more
0: specifically about no, me. I know, you know, I what know, I know what I'm saying? So. I think during that moment, I think because I was like inebriated, completely <laughs> inebriated, they say what a, a, a sober, drunk, a drunk hop, mind tell uh, whatever. sober Like my yeah. heart was like, no, I really love this nigga. What are y'all doing? And I was just doing crazy shit. So I really apologize to the listeners. Well, tell because, them
1: why you were drunk.
0: Well, because I got, it was my birthday week and I got like <laughs> an offer, you know, so... I was like, and listen, I I was drinking by myself like that day because I mean, everyone was working. I was like, well, let me start. And I started around two o'clock.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: you were drunk. (laughs) And I was at my house. So, I mean, whatever. And I'm only apologizing because I respect y'all. And plus, when I listen to it, I annoyed myself, so I was I like. I mean, you know it wasn't what? that
2: bad. Uh-uh, it was funny. I even, like no. I, I didn't leave and be like this drunk ass. <laughs> no, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, like I mean, when I re-listened, I was like, Justin was lit, I, uh, but it was nothing. But thank yeah. you,
0: Justin. Oh, th- I we appreciate,
2: appreciate that. No. What's happening I'm right sorry. now in the streets? Then,
0: well, Kanye apologized. <laughs> oh God! I don't know how I he felt started about
2: crying. It. Did y'all see that? Listen.
1: Yes. I Put <laughs> the white <laughs> tears in that. Tea. Kanye, stop. He,
0: you know. Oh, yeah, I, I don't really have much to say about it. When I listened to the apology, it was like, it was one of those, I'm sorry if I made you feel that way. That's ex-
1: and it's, so it's not, and a that, that's not a real apology. It's not a real apology. He literally said that. Sorry, no, I'm cutting you out, I mean, But he no, literally no, no. said, I'm sorry that my comments made people feel that way. Not, I'm sorry for making the comment."
0: And it was just what a narcissistic person, how a narcissistic person would apologize. Because he also said... Um, you know, it made me realize how much black people loved me. I, mean, I Really, nigga? Yeah. I mean, he was just, I mean, like, I knew what he was trying to say. Really, like, it made me realize nigga. how people still love me even throughout whatever. How but
1: influential you, like, you don't know how influential you were to the black hip hop I mean, community?
0: I thought he knew. But Like, anyway. come
2: on, bruh. Exactly. You're like, top, you're people's top five. Well, what I didn't like was after he apologized, then people were like, Kanye West needs a black woman. No. What we not going to do is continue to (laughs) put that that on black women. Yeah. We are not going to keep having black women come save you black (laughs) Negroes. Correct. You want to be over there with the Kardashians? Stay over there. What's that boy name? Danny Glover. Donnie Glover. What's the name?
1: Donald Glover, Donald, Donald Glover, Glover. <laughs> gonna have yeah. Michelle
2: Obama hugging him in that doggone uh video that he put out. We keep them hugs, going over there to Chris Jenner. Wait, what did and Donald Glover
0: do? He, he had eggs. a video. He
2: released a video, and it basically had like a lot of people in the entertainment industry, cartoon. Okay. Um, and he was, like, walking down the street. And one of the scenes was Kanye West with his MAGA hat on. And then Michelle Obama comes up. but He's crying. And then
0: Michelle Obama comes up behind him and hugs him. Uh-uh. I mean, Kanye West needs a hug. But he also needs a no. spanking. No. Chris Jenner. But, no, but he also <laughs> Mama. needs a spanking, right? You know, he's, he needs, like, <laughs> that tough love. He need to be, like, spanked. Yeah,
1: but the problem, <laughs> but the- the problem is Kanye's not going to, like, and he hasn't. Responded to that. All he does is then flip it and say, People don't want me to be a creative. I'm a free thinker. Let me think how I want. Can't nobody have an opinion that's different than the norm. And that's all he's going to do. So it's
2: not going to matter. Yeah, I mean, with a diagnosis of a bipolar disorder and you not getting any type of therapy. Oh, he's diagnosed? Yes, that's what he said. That he is diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So if you're not taking medication and you're not going to therapy, Uh, it's out. Like, he's always going to be all over the place. He's going to cycle all the time. Oh, that's why he had that rant.
1: Yeah. Because he was manic.
2: Okay. It makes so much sense (laughs) now. He's manic and not getting treatment. I did not know he
1: was bipolar. That completely makes sense. Still don't so excuse it. So he needs it. assistance. And ain't no black woman going to be able to fix that. All they going to do is tell him to get out.
0: All I wanna <laughs> They're wanna not going to medicate him. All I want to do is wear my new colors and wear my Yeezys. That's all.
1: Can you gon' but but you I'm ain't gonna gonna stop wearing Yeezys. I'm
0: not, I'm not. That's you what
1: want. you haven't done. So you saying you don't have a Kanye? You still buying Yeezys? <laughs> I will.
0: Um, what else? Oh, so Aretha Franklin had a uh, forty-eight hour
1: um, <laughs> memorial. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it was seventy-two hour
0: fume. <laughs>
1: um, ma'am, it, like <laughs> she didn't do that though, cause she had no will. So that was her family. That wasn't her. Listen, I don't know how
0: that legit that article was, was. I don't know how that legit that article was because I haven't heard about that since. Cause that's that the not Have I a wheel? Yeah. Um,
1: oh, I saw. I think I've. I saw it somewhere else too. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. It
2: may be. I mean, it may be fake. But when that funeral know. was finally over, I said, that lady ought to be tied," and I was talking about her. Like she ought to be tied, <laughs> of sitting up there, on display. Get this lady out to his church. <laughs> I mean,
0: I don't even want to be on display that long. For honestly.
2: real, Aiden already changed. First of, of all, display? wait, she
0: changed.
2: Wait a minute, yes. you didn't know this? She had on red the wait, first day, gold the up. second day. I was didn't a watch goal? the funeral
0: because I was in Cancun. I didn't watch it. either. That
2: wasn't even televised. The first outfit wasn't even televised. That was just they did a memorial for her, and she was in you her red outfit with her red shoes, change? with her feet crossed. Honey, with oh, some luvets okay. on. With some so zone. was her
0: feet crossed, you know, at the memorial? Cor- Absolutely. I cannot. How do you move a stiff body like that though?
1: Oh, they
2: find ways. And they her they her had they had her all the way open to see her feet. I ain't never been to a funeral no and seen somebody I ain't never That's seen nobody feet. Goals,
0: never. Though. That's funeral goes. Like if you're gonna do it, especially with her beef, <laughs> not beef, but how catty she, not catty, but you know how she just was. Petty. Right,
3: it's <laughs> shady.
0: It's like if you gonna do it, like I'll just want to see who's gonna top that. I'm curious. To, well, I'm not even gonna say that because I mean it's like wishing someone. Let's that, talk
2: yeah. about the funeral. though. Okay, so you say you didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't see the funeral, but I saw clips because you know well. I'd be on Twitter, and Twitter is gonna give you what you need. <laughs> the one thing, why y'all got Bill Clinton sitting up here all day? They are not used to it. That baby was tired. He was tired.
0: <laughs> but why would you let anyone sit up there all day?
2: This is true. But I mean. Did they have an intermission? white people. No. That's what I wanted to know. <laughs> Girl, they did not have an intermission. you let these people rest a little bit? <laughs> that's
0: what I do to
2: know they kept going.
0: That's why I can't be no public figure. Because you cannot tell me I have to be anywhere for a certain amount of time and I'll just be there. You think And if I stayed? leave, it's disrespectful.
2: Yeah, they stay. For real? Oh, I would have left.
0: I would I'm have. Not, I would have gracefully bowed, girl. Yeah. I would have. I'm not her. sitting
2: up here with nobody body
0: all day. <laughs> I'm not I doing that. I wouldn't give her a kiss, and that's it. Especially if that's not my relative. Like that's for yeah, the family to the do. That's the thing. Correct. You know what my, but
1: even then, that's too much for a family. Like you want to no, look at the like body. You, Get your, you know, say what you gonna say. Get your cry out, and then leave. You don't want to be in there, in there with you that don't. body all day. I,
0: I was, I don't know. I'm, don't. A little, I'm a little bit indifferent on that because when my, I felt like we put my daddy up too soon. Like, oh really? Yeah, because it's like his. Um, we did it all in one day, and it started at eight, and my daddy was in the grave probably by eleven o'clock.
2: Eight a.m. How, and yeah. you needed some more
0: time. I felt like I needed more time, so
2: I can see that. Okay, 17- seventeen. <laughs> Day funeral, yeah. Is, I mean, it's
0: Adeline. It was a whole month.
1: However, though, <laughs> however, I think, and this is me completely talking on the side of my neck, but I, I do think that like back in the day, funerals used to be a longer process. It surely
3: because was. because the body had that. to
1: like be the embalming process took a lot longer. Because I've been like reading the Bible and like somebody, it took somebody a month to be embalmed.
3: Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. To like rap them and all of it, Because you know you used to rap them and all of that stuff.
0: Well, I So maybe know. that's,
1: it's, a, it's an ode to. No, it was not Hillary
0: at all. It was <laughs> not at all. It
2: was that was all. to Aretha Franklin. Like yeah. this was all about her being a diva. Because they had all the people come up there and sing. They had Ariana I, come up there and sing. Why did they have Ariana there?
0: We because apparently there. she was. Uh, okay. I mean. but did Aretha like her? Point,
2: She liked Aretha. Like apparently she was a big fan of Aretha's.
1: Yeah, but was Aretha a big fan of her? And
2: that is my question because <laughs> beautiful gowns is what she said about Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. So, we don't really know.
0: We don't know. We'll
2: never find out.
0: But the pastor did say like this is Aretha Franklin. It won't be no 2-hour service. So like mm-hmm. I think he pre-warned them that hey, we're we going to be in this here for here a minute. For, uh, 8 a hours year. though. But I feel like that's more so for a memorial, not a fume. Like exactly. the body is just
1: out. Yeah, if they had a picture Correct. of her up there, and this is
0: like cool. a whole presentation. Presentation. Cool.
1: Eight hours getting there, folks crying.
2: Cool, but you got a body fully open. She was th- tired. I'm telling you. She, Side note. I'm telling you, she was probably looking at them folks like, get up out of here.
0: Side note. I'm a little like weirded out about funerals, like, cause I'm like, In what way? After death, like, are you like watching your own funeral? I be
1: thinking that too. Like, I, be trying I don't want to yeah. watch
0: my own funeral. No, it's just like, it's just, I think it would be too surreal for me, or like, I don't know. I just feel like it's like a twilight like place. You so know what I, I'm saying?
2: I talked to somebody about death before because I used to be like really, really scared to die. Mm-hmm. And they were like, You don't know you did. Only everybody else knows that you died. So, really, it's like, <clears throat> I know what the I Bible says, also too. So yeah, I don't think you watch.
0: I just, I just, this is just hobby thinking, right? I
1: don't think you care to watch. Even if you, I don't know if you know you're dead or not, but even I feel like you know you're dead. But you're like either in heaven or you're in hell. Like you ain't thinking about.
2: What well, let me go people see what these, these folks doing. Yeah, yeah, like right. you don't give
1: a darn about that. You're like, you know, Bye. I'm either here with Jesus or I'm over here being tormented. Oh, so there's no, save my soul, you're not thinking. Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not save thinking about soul. that. So I don't Jesus. know. I I think you, and also time, like the concept of time, time is completely yeah, really, well, like it's not even the same. So it's how like. You know? Well, because God, like
2: this infinity, like yeah, there is and, no time,
1: and the fact that God, like Woo, in Genesis, Jesus. when it was saying like God created the heavens and the earth in one day, like His one day may be a thousand years. We don't yeah. know His concept of or time or a split second, like, right? You don't know, so like,
0: well, Jesus, please protect this podcast. God is say? <laughs> <laughs> Please forgive us for all our sins, Lord, because we want to make it home to glory. Yeah, we do. And on that note, we can change the subject. All right. Well, let's
2: let's finish because how do y'all feel about the minister and Ariana? First of all, let me say this, and I don't care what anybody says. That dress is inappropriate for right. wait, well, very inappropriate.
1: inappropriate. It still
2: doesn't excuse him, but that was not appropriate for a church house. So whoever her stylist is, that was horrible.
0: That's some. Well, I I was listening to the read, and Crystal made a good point. She was like, it's inappropriate for any type of religion. You can, like, even if it's like Buddhism or whatever, any type of any type of religion in that format like for a funeral it was inappropriate so it didn't really matter what her practices were it was just inappropriate
1: it don't even matter if there were no religious practices it's inappropriate to wear something that short and revealing to somebody's funeral I don't like, care how short a, or
0: skinny you are yeah it's, it's just a funeral
1: like yeah. you ain't 12 out here with ba- you know the baby doll socks on <laughs> uh, that's listen. If, that,
2: if, if she had that on and she was 12 I'd be like okay was her mama but but, but you grown. You are fully grown out here. I and mean, you knew what you was putting on. So whenever you, she put it on, it's like she also has to take responsibility at it too. Cause I know people have stylists, but at some point you have to speak up for yourself and be like, nah, I'm not wearing this to this lady. I just you. think that
0: some of these celebrities be so far removed from like the norm of what normal people would do to the point where like she's just like, Oh, I'm wearing this. Like, I don't care because I look good. Mm. Granted she did look good, but Did well, she she I looks mean,
1: 12. I don't think she yeah, looks good or not. She yeah. just looks like a freaking Well, I mean
0: to her she probably felt that she looked good, so she was wearing she looks it. It's like a cabbage. Patch. Like black was the look that she, <laughs> black was the so far as what she was going to do to respect.
1: Right, cuz she could have worn a different event.
0: color. Correct. She could have worn white.
2: I see what you're saying. And
0: outshine Aretha. And well, Aretha she wouldn't have up.
2: because Aretha had on gold at the funeral. Wow. Gold dress with
0: gold Louboutins. Listen, that casket, though, was off the chain.
2: Yeah. Somebody
1: said, at, at, I went to church at my daddy's church on Sunday, and somebody was like, they better guard that, they better guard that plot.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because not only is people trying to dig up. It's,
2: I mean, it's just horrible.
0: What?
1: Not
2: only is people
1: trying to dig up the casket, but they're going to try to dig up them shoes. <laughs> they're going to try to dig up... they probably
0: took all that out.
1: You think they You don't they need no have. jewelry? No, they don't need it, but some people bury folks
2: with it. That's crazy. Some people bury folks with it, so I don't know. Well, the pastor was so inappropriate, and I want to say this. I want to say that when I watched that clip, it just... I could feel how she felt in that moment. Like there has been an older man to hold me like that before, and it's like this is creepy, dude. You feel you feel me moving away, and you steady yep. pulling me. You know, like, and I think he came out. He apologized. I don't. Oh, know he did. Yeah, he
0: did come out and apologize. What did he say? No clue.
2: <clears throat> me either. Because uh-huh. I was like, I don't think there's an excuse for that.
0: I. I don't think you need to explain anything but apologize for making her feel uncomfortable.
2: Right. And what he said from Jump was inappropriate. Oh, yeah. He's
0: talking about when he read the um, program. When he, he read the program, he thought it was like, come on, man. Really?
2: That's not even funny.
0: Like, you're on a national platform right now
2: CNN. Or
0: global platform, because I'm sure that shit was airing in uh, Asia and, and fucking China somewhere. Right. And you know this what? is the
2: joke that you make. It wasn't even funny. And then to hold her like that, I was like, oh God. You
0: know you what? You old I, men are creepy. I, I try not to talk about the church. I really do. But some things are just like it's just flat out wrong.
2: I don't even look at it as the church. I look at it as
0: old men. Old oh, black. That man. are in the church. It'd well, not necessarily the church, man. but these are the well, okay, we could go there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it. Yep.
2: Because I've been held by somebody's uncle, yeah, and it was like, bruh, can you let me go?" And then you, it, it's like you, as the person, you don't want to be rude and be like, "Let me go," right? And, and you know they, but Bretts that's how stank. you're feeling on the inside. You know they, you
0: know they breath smell a little tart. They
2: breath always be stained.
0: Them old folks don't be flossing. They just brush their teeth. You're so stupid, hard, stank. and don't floss.
2: And they make comments like, ooh, girl, I remember when you was 10 years old. Do you really? No, they this do. Because that's how long they probably about? been watching you. Nasty. <laughs>
0: nasty ass. <laughs> you
2: look just like your mama. Get off me. <laughs>
0: right. Back
2: the fuck back. <laughs> that's how long they have be been looking at
0: <laughs> No, them men be nasty. That's how they do. The men be fucking nasty. Old
2: black men, and I'm sure old white men, I just ain't never been around them. And I'm sure old Mexican men old Asian men I'm sure all of them but old black men who I have been around can be disgusting and that's exactly how I looked at that man while he was up there sir you are disgusting let that girl go
0: yeah um so bobby brown came out oh, movie show came up we, we can't we're not talking no, about we are it. no we're
2: not talking i haven't about about okay. seen it he is disrespectful
0: <laughs> well i'll say this much we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about uh like the like what the content of the movie he but is disrespectful. We, I, I will say that woody the scenes that i've i've saw i think the um Woody's doing a good job. Oh, yeah. He did a acting. good job
2: on the- um. He looks like him. New edition movie. So, oh, I knew really? he was going to yeah rock it out on this. I would one.
0: like to see him more, believe it or not. He looks weird looking to me, but- He really, you know he
1: look looks like him to me. He legit he like, look looks like, like, like a Brown. young Bobby.
0: Wow. Well, shout out to Woody. And out of respect of Whitney and me, we're not even going to go there. Because had that been Beyonce, trust me, I would have been one of them stands tweeting all day loud. So, Baby. I understand.
2: Baby, I mean, he just, yeah- Good job to Woody though. I do agree.
0: Yeah, I think he's doing a great job. Too. I saw
2: him on the uh, the new edition movie, and I thought, wow, he's doing a really, really good job. He he gave me Bobby like he yeah gave me that personality of this is all about me.
0: Um. Also,
2: what? Burt Reynolds died.
0: Who's that?
2: Who Burt? Re- yeah. Who is
1: that? Y'all he's? don't know who Burt Reynolds? i, I probably, a, I'm sure black, I know he's him. He's a white actor. He's been on like tons of oh, Name movies. <laughs> I mean, she I don't... don't. Know. Let me look it up. <laughs>
0: Let's Google it.
2: When did he perish? Let he, me tell you about He died it. today, Let's actually.
0: perish.
2: <laughs> he <laughs> died can't. today. Really?
0: Rest in peace.
2: Y'all don't know Burt Reynolds, for I'm real? I'm sure I
0: do. Girl, I'm trying to I'm up here put... thinking
2: about Burt. Oh, yeah, I do. Old.
0: I do know Burt Reynolds.
2: Geraldo. That's Geraldo,
0: girl. That's not that Burt Reynolds. This is Burt Reynolds. <laughs>
1: Oh, they said they put the oh. they put the wrong. I know who <laughs> oh he is. Somebody is put this way. up. <laughs>
0: they got you because
2: they trying to do them like they do us. Oh, I was like, no. I really. Anyway, I mean, Burt I've Reynolds seen this man face before, but I really cannot tell you anything he's ever. Y'all, he known was
0: born about. in 1936. That's a long
2: time ago. He's 81, Aww. 82,
0: 81. Rest in peace. He looked like he played on the stories.
2: He, I does. think he's feel like... he does look like. Uh, what's that man on? Oh, he played all a... my children. Not all my children. Um,
0: he played on Smokey and the Bandit.
2: Never seen
1: Burt that. Reynolds is an iconic actor. Oh, he played on
0: Boogie Nights. Boogie. I ain't never
1: heard of that either.
0: Anyways, rest in peace to the.
1: They came in threes, remember?
0: I don't like I don't like hearing that. I'm mad. But it's
1: it's what happens with celebrities. Three people always got to die. It was John McCain, Aretha Franklin, and Albert <laughs> Reynolds. I
0: don't like that statement.
1: What? I just don't like. They it. come in threes.
0: Yeah, I don't like it.
1: It always happens. They're always like it's literally always within like a month of each other when celebrities die.
2: It happens in real families too.
0: I that it never that happened in the to name me. Jesus. Really. Mm-mm. I don't want to talk. Okay, let's stop. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So
2: on to the next show. We're right. going to talk about clockouts. Yes. So we need we have released the video. We have filmed on several different occasions. You guys see the content that we are trying to put out. We want. We need. Right you guys to support the show because this is something for us this is we we are not already um, where we want to be we're still trying to get there and we, we we want to be seen so that people can see what it really looks like to get to that place where others are where we finally have machines behind us
0: I love what you wrote on your Twitter can you speak to that because would you you don't have to read it?
2: I'm not, but I have to go back and look because that I was know, like three I know, but what ago. you
0: said was, I like the fact, I love how you put that together. And this is part of the reason why we're doing this reality show. Not to be on some love and hip hop shit, not to be on like all that dramatic type stuff, but we really need good, good content reality um, shows that represent us as a culture. Right. Positively.
2: Um, I think that this is something that will be motivational. It's something that will inspire other people to follow their dreams. But then it will also show people... I mean, we talk about it on the podcast all the time. But it'll show people that it's possible to get to where you want to be. Correct. And I think... For the culture, and then for the city of Dallas, like we really need something to come out of Dallas, like yeah, we we have a lot of listeners that are in Dallas that we don't know exactly. And but I want people to see that there are Black people that come out of Dallas too, because. That's not ever I don't I don't see that on TV. Yeah. They know about Erica Badu. They know about Jill Marie Jones, which I believe she's from Dallas. Don't mm-hmm. quote me on that. But it's just like a few people. They we don't get to big really tuck. see Huh. I said big tuck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get to really see the talent and the creatives and the hustlers in Dallas. Mm-hmm. We don't. They always come out of Atlanta. They always come out of New York, Vegas. I, Vegas. L.A., mm-hmm. yeah, Houston, yeah. like they don't see Dallas, and I want Houston people to see it. Yeah.
0: And then not only that, like what we're doing is real things that millennials are doing today. Like mm-hmm. we're not just working on nine to fives. We're definitely on our working on other projects that will propel us to the next level financially. We all know that in order to be successful financially, you have to have multiple avenues of of income. And just to really see, I think it'll be motivating for people to watch the show. Mm -hmm. It will motivate people or encourage people to want to do their own projects. Exactly. One thing I can say about Dallas is that I know more people in the entrepreneur grind here in this city than I've ever been Than in any other city, if that makes sense,
2: and even if it's
0: something as simple or not want to say simple, even if it's something as on a smaller scale as you know making you know raw ingredients for beauty products, Mm -hmm. like people are doing those things and making it look great. And, you know, it's just a matter of time for it to pop off so they can really make money. So, if we can, like, put out, like, you know, have a show that kind of speaks to that, that is centered around black people who are multifaceted, Mm -hmm. where, you know, we're using, we're utilizing all of our talents to create this revenue of money. We're not waiting on other people to give us money. We're using the money that other people gives us to build and grow to something better and something, you know, just building a legacy alone. So...
2: I also want to speak to the fact that, and this is no shade to anybody else, but I also want to speak to those that have gone to college and the aftermath of graduating. Yeah, like This is a show where you will see people that went to school, went off to graduate schools, have now been working in the field that they went to school for, and then have been able to branch out. Because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the times some of these reality shows are people that just our made moguls. You yeah. know, like either they were in money or they sing, they rep, whatever, and that's how they got mm-hmm. to their fame. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that either one of us are trying to necessarily be famous. We're just trying to show the world our stories. So right. I think
1: the biggest thing for me is that Dallas is a gold mine for young professionals who I think are overlooked and I think in mm-hmm. TV right now, I think the biggest thing that people are doing is just promoting drama when it comes to black shows. And not that there won't be any on the show, because I'm sure they will create something.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that the focus of the show is something that nobody's talking about. Correct. And it's also like even a contrast from, I think you have sent us some show. I can't remember. Yeah, the name there's of a it. show coming out. But it's all about like people that. Are doing like, yeah, like makeup artists, which is not a bad, you know, I know people that have a full time job and do makeup on the side. Those are the people that I think a lot of the shows don't speak to. And this is like creating a niche that really isn't a niche because it's really what a lot of people are doing. It's just not talked about, which is so weird. Weird, yeah. So I feel like we have an avenue and we just need, you know, everybody's support. So this is exactly
0: what we need y'all to do. We need y'all to go um, to the link in our bio, click on the link. um, It will redirect you to um, Seed You It'll take literally two seconds for you to create an account. You need to follow it. You need to follow us. Click follow, literally. Literally click Click follow. Click follow. Put your name. Put put your your email address. Confirm your account, and And that's it. And that's it. And if you want to donate, which I mean, we really need donations, y'all. We have an eight thousand dollar gold car broke down a number. If all of our followers on social media, Instagram, gives us how much?
1: I think it's ten dollars.
0: Ten bucks or five? I think it was five or eight dollars. We don't know.
2: Well, here's the thing: we have over five thousand listens within three days. So, if all 5,000 of y'all... <laughs>
0: no, literally. Like, we not even... I mean, we really need this.
1: Really? If all of our Instagram followers give us $5, <laughs> we will actually our make her go. Our goal.
0: And the reason why... I mean, just think about it. Um, Eric Alexander and her company wants to invest in creators, sp- specifically black creators, um, that are putting out content to help the culture which is something that is great. Mona Scott, we appreciate you pioneering the reality, seeing this, that, and the third. Which is, But we need something of substance where people can be encouraged. I think what we're doing right now, I wish I knew someone who was doing that at a very early age because I would probably be a millionaire a, right now.
1: Oh, honestly. absolutely. I would, I would have be a had millionaire a completely right different now. major. But in my, I mean,
0: my <laughs> mentality... <laughs> back then was like all focused on academics in school and the american dream but when you get out of school you realize that that american dream isn't all what it's all cracked up to be Correct. if that makes sense yep. so seed spark was is like hey we will help y'all but we need to make sure that you want to help yourself which is right. why the goal of eight thousand dollars is there and having that following there, which is why we need you go we need you all to go follow us on Seed Spark and we need y'all to definitely contribute if you can financially. And if you can contribute, then repost our video. Like yeah. ask it DM is. us. And ask us, hey, can you send me the videos so I can repost? We're going to do that for y'all. I mean, we want to do this not only for ourselves but for y'all because you guys listen to us because you obviously see something within us. And we want to make sure that we represent that on a larger platform because there are a lot of people who are like us that are not – they do not have a voice. Right? You know what I'm saying? They are the ones who work in the background really make the shit happen for one or two people to reap the benefits from it, like from a visual angle. Absolutely. So if you guys can like literally see us on TV and all the stuff that we go through, cause trust me, it's not easy. Then come on, bro. Just think what it'll do for the culture. Like, just think if you have some young teenagers, young 20 year old moguls doing the type of stuff that we're doing right now. That's why we're trying to do the show.
2: And we're black. Because I think...
0: I'm really black. I can't (laughs) run from my blackness.
2: (laughs) They're able to get on TV and or become moguls because their families have given them money for years. Um, But we don't have that. So we're trying to build it for ourselves and our future families. So I think that it's important for young black millennials and then younger black people to see us do this so that they can know it can it is possible
0: correct and possible because we don't have a large machine behind us like right these year this year and a half we've been working this is me michelle and cara putting in our hard work like fighting for the little instagram followers that we have (laughs) fighting for the little listenings that we get compared to all these major podcasts that we respect we respect and we look up to but like We've been grinding just to get the little acknowledgements that we have been getting. So
2: grinding, putting I've, out episodes every, every week. week. Ain't nobody ain't doing no it, breaks.
0: Bro. And we went a whole year not necessarily talk about pop culture, which is something that's so that connects people with podcasts all the time. We were talking about mental health sh- stuff for a whole year and making it entertaining. Ain't no so, breaks, bitch. Um, <laughs> if you. I mean, if you really fuck with us. Can we, like We are really asking, and we really need y'all to do this for us. So,
1: for sure. so if we get the $8,000, then we can work with Maxine Shaw, attorney at law from <laughs> Living Single, Erica Alexander. And she and her team will basically give us $25,000, if we're chosen, but to be eligible to even be considered for the $25,000 you have to reach 100% of your goal which is our $8,000 and 500 followers and 500 followers so if we get the tw- if we get the $8,000 and the 500 followers we were then we will then be considered which i think it'll probably only be like two or three of us right. that reach our goals and then we'll be considered to win 25- a 25 a $25,000 grant to assist us in creation production and shopping of the reality show to different networks. We have the chance to work with people like Gabby Sidibe, Erica Alexander. I mean, it's tons. It's at least 15 to 20 professionals that um, will be working with us. And so we really need your help and assistance. And we know y'all support us just like y'all did for the Cosign Awards last year. As a segue
0: Which that is coming up
1: um, The Cosign Awards are coming up And we need your nomination So if you go to Cosign Mag on Instagram Or com, Nominate us for Podcast of the Year again So we can slide through and win it one more time
2: Y'all shouting.
1: <laughs>
0: thank y'all so much for supporting us. Thank
1: you. Thank you to everybody who has already given.
0: Yes. Thank y'all so to much. To everybody
1: who has reposted us. To everybody who has already followed. To everybody who has responded to my text messages. And even those of you who have not responded
2: to my text <laughs> messages. Yeah. Thank you. Thank no, y'all. seriously, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: But we really need it, y'all.
2: I had some friends and associates they're like I sent it to them and they immediately went and signed up and that really really made me feel good mm-hmm. so if y'all could do the same thing <laughs>
0: cause we- Listen, I'm such a bad friend. My friends nominate my friends donated and I text them right back. That's not enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's not enough. Oh my god. Come on, bro. You can give them a little get a little more, but I'm not talking to y'all. But listen, we need your help. All right, Mish. Any self care tips this week?
2: Yes, so this one is very simple this week Um, I think this is something that the three of us definitely can relate to But one day of serving others It always feels good when you're able to treat yourself But I think you feel even better when you're able to pour into other people And see how what you can help them do serves them and then lights up their day So one day, volunteering somewhere Car, you just recently volunteered somewhere, right? Yes, I forgot about that. Where would you volunteer with?
1: Uh, it was, I think it was Paul Dunbar Middle School, mm-hmm. I think it's called. Um, we painted, well, I did it with my church, and we painted their playground with like four square stuff and nice. um hopscotch stuff, and then we painted sight words on their stairs in the school. So, yeah, oh, yeah, they're trying to like revitalized the neighborhood mm-hmm. of like south i think it's southeast dallas i think
0: huh. mm-hmm. but anyway. so, how did it make you feel
1: i felt good it was actually really fun and we yeah. met a whole bunch of people. it was like uh different organizations, organizations all together all so one. yeah it was like white people indian people out there oh Asians. that's nice it was like a whole bunch of different types of people so it was really cool yeah nice. and yes. it felt good so i want to go back to the school and well
2: I have a few projects coming up where I'll be volunteering, so I know that I'll probably have a similar story of how it made me feel. Like
0: I think we should share just that more often.
2: Yeah, I agree. I forgot. All so right. that's it. Remember to p- protect your energy, protect your space, your mental health matters.
0: Our mental health matters.
2: <laughs>
1: Is it my turn?
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay,
1: so tell me a time where you were bullied by your family members.
0: Oh, I'm a good one. Something funny. I've been waiting for this question. Really? So yes, yes, <laughs> I have. So it's not. It's a form of bullying. So I um like the way I'm ranked from my cousins. It's like my older cousin is probably 10 years older than me. The next cousin is maybe eight years older than me. Then it's me. Oh. And then it's my sister who is nine years old. Oh, so I'm okay. like in a weird place. I'm yeah. too young for the older ones, too old for the younger ones. Mm-hmm. So um, mind you, my mom and my aunt and my grandmother, they used to go play bingo on Friday nights. Every week on clockwork, they to go play bingo, right? <laughs> so I had to go over to my cousin's house and the older cousin my older cousin's house and the older cousin was a female the younger the younger cousin at the time are younger than her older than me was a male and we used to get into it all the time we had like <laughs> it was like we were brothers but we used to get into it all the time mm. well he's kind of like I don't know, he's weird, but I love him. But, anyways, (laughs) he made me learn the lyrics to Out on the Limb by (laughs) Tina Marie.
3: What is that?
0: it's a great Sing song it it's a now. great song yeah so he made me he made me learn the words and I'll say this much like our family love like old school music so even like at the core like I love old school music that's just how we are so I knew why he liked the song because he like we listened to it before so he made me learn the lyrics like this is around the time where the <laughs> CDs had like the lyrics in them I don't yep, know if they still do on that on the, um, right, in the
3: yeah,
2: insert yeah right,
0: right. so I this see. nigga made me learn out on a limb
2: oh my god! I
0: had no clue I had have heard this song before ever in my life, and I could not leave his room until I learned the lyrics and I sang for him. Oh my god! But the crazy part of it is, like, I got into it, like I was literally <laughs> performing. I was really like, no, 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 start over, like, I, like you know, start the, the song over so I can get it. <laughs> it was so fucking hilarious. Bro. I don't, I, we haven't even talked about this. I wonder if you even remember this shit, but. I was really trying to sing this song like Tina Marie. And you know Tina Marie got a voice. Yeah,
1: Tina Marie got Come a voice. I ain't never heard that song, no. It's really dope. We it's played like that one in of my favorite band.
0: songs. What well, one of my favorite songs of her.
2: So, I I mean, it's the only thing I can think of. My family is kind of like that, too. Like, it's a wave of cousins that are like 10, 11 years older than me. Um, and then it's a wave of us that are like all along the same age. So, the big kids used to kind of like pick their cousin, right? Their little cousin. And then like make a score on each other.
0: <laughs> What's that score? Uh, like Where bite? you talk
2: about. Where you talk about them? Oh, okay. Where you be like, oh, your hair not done?" John, we call john. It john them. Oh,
3: call yeah, John Y'all call it
2: Johnning.
0: Yeah, Johnny. Oh, okay. oh, we call it john. So we
2: call it scoring here. So like they would make us scoring each other. So anyways, I was a crybaby. So <laughs> they had them scoring on me, and I'm trying to score back. And the big cousin that was supposed to be telling me what to say wasn't doing a good job. So I went and told.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
2: I went and told they mamas all of them. You was the Cardi
0: B mean. I'ma tell my mama. <laughs> <laughs> my
2: mama said exactly I went in there in the living room and I stood in the living room and I was like they out there talking about me child they went and told them that she just told us y'all talking about her uh-huh. so they went the grown ups went back in the house and then when they finished they was like you always telling this shit. like we can't stand you I'm crying more like just horrible. and I, I remember the specific cousin I ain't gonna say who she is, but. (laughs) She was so mad at me. She was like, you always crying. <laughs> I'm not. <nine. laughs> it was
0: because you was the city girl. You know, these these country kids are built tough. This is true. That is
1: not true. I know.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> They're I not built tough. You're not built tough. <laughs> no.
0: They're probably built tough in a sense, like you're just the kid who come in like for the, holidays. Yeah. For the holiday. You know this, I saying?
2: never looked at it like That's that.
0: That's
2: why. I was the cousin. Well, it was two of us that would come in, but yeah, the rest of them all lived there. Yes. Yeah, so. So they used to their own little dialect and answer. That's so a good point. was just point. new to the shit. Yeah, they you know? was rough. Uh-huh. They were a little bit rougher, more rough than you know I was used to. Listen. Plus they, I was crying. It can't
0: get no worse than my mama asking me to go buy her a bag of layers. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? That shit still that shit still gets to me, right? Let me get a bag the of layers. layers.
1: Ooh, that's so country. That's so country. So mine is my older okay, so I was trying to like while y'all was talking, I was trying to think about who's the oldest cousin. Because it's not her But anyway I have a cousin That's like A couple years older than me She's probably like Three years older than me And for whatever We grew up in the same house So I grew up with like My Three of my First cousins And so we grew up Like siblings And she was the oldest In the house And she just never liked me like, I don't know what it was, but Nobody she didn't like me. Did. And I don't, I mean, even to this day, we don't speak for what well, we don't d- not speak, but we just yeah, don't talk just like don't that. Talk. Um, but one time we were in the carport and, um, carport. I don't know. We had wh- a carport. Yeah, we did. The was it wasn't fine. a garage. It was, it a, was carport a carport. Yeah, it didn't yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. have. It wasn't a no garage. <laughs> so um, we were out there and. I don't remember what happened, but mm-hmm. we just started fighting. And she was like, you need to learn how to fight. And I was like, I don't want to learn how to fight because I ain't never been in no fight before. So, like, she literally was, like, punching me in my face and all that of stuff. And I couldn't defend myself because she was bigger than me. And so, I, I think I went and told because I was like... She hit me in my face and like, I don't want to be hit in the face. And so that was like my first and only fight ever in life. And I don't even remember what it was about. I wish I would have, would be able to well, know. it sounds like she just
2: wanted you to know how to fight. She, she, she did but not like
1: she me wanted, though. She didn't like you either. So. She didn't like me. Oh, she didn't like me. But anyway, yeah, that was traumatic for me. I've never been in a fight since or before that. And it was like. The worst.
2: I think the funny thing about that story is that it's always the cousins, or Listen. all of our stories is that it was a cousin. Like,
0: yeah, well, <laughs>
2: cousins be slight haters a little bit. They be your first friends your and y'all love friends. each other, but they be like.
0: I remember getting into my cousins and then like, I mean, literally going at it. And then five minutes later, I, I used to say, "You want to play? You want to play a game?" And we would just like go back and just play outside.
2: <laughs> you want to play a game.
0: Listen, I was I not the creative. cousin that
2: wouldn't tell on people, though.
0: Yeah, I didn't like tell I
2: just, on people. I'm a, no, I was not the cousin that wouldn't tell. Oh, me.
0: you would go tell? I'm not <laughs>
2: getting a whooping for y'all. I'm finna tell who did it. Which is probably why they. Didn't That's why they didn't like you right <laughs> yeah.
1: there. I didn't tell on folks until I had to.
0: Right. Yeah, it was exactly. like it
1: was some uh, it, some bad stuff really had to happen. I was for always me to tell. in
0: what? The mix. I was always mm-hmm. like in the mix. Like I wasn't the creator of the mix, but I was like in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I I just I was in it. We're gonna have we're gonna have a conversation about our childhood again. We have because we did oh, one last God. season. Last this season. So if y'all do not know by now, we are talking about bullying this episode and we're gonna try to like keep you know our experiences fun and light but i don't know i was kind of really bullied growing up so i don't know how funny i can make this be but really yeah i was so my question for y'all or for us um (laughs)
1: why are you talking like that (laughs) i know
0: right i have a ton of questions so i need to like really condense this down um, so, one, have you been bullied? And if so, please walk us through your experience. My first questions were, what are your thoughts on bullying? But I don't think we need to answer that. I mean, we all should have. I mean, or maybe we should. <laughs> what are your thoughts on bullying, guys?
1: Um, I might, I don't know if I really need to say. I think That's some... <laughs>
0: Wait, I don't want to well, say that. Well, cuz I think
1: some So, because let me just give a disclaimer. I was never bullied to the point where I wanted to kill myself.
0: Well, I don't think it has to be that deep.
1: No, no, I know, but okay. I'm 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 giving the disclaimer because what
0: I'm about to say Well, let's not say it. Okay. Or do you feel like we need to say it? I cuz I don't think well, we we need to Well, cuz what I was about to say <laughs> oh, was oh,
1: Because I did ask. I, I necessarily, I don't necessarily think that all bullying is like, not that people should bully, but I do think that like it's somewhat of a rite of passage for certain parts, like certain areas of your life. Not necessarily like school bullying, but like, I don't know,
2: for instance. So, yeah, like I think that what is it recording
0: it is recording oh well you gonna have to check but that no, out he now. so yeah like
2: you <laughs> was loud my bad <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I agree like some of it is is necessary to build character because life is gonna bully bullying, you bullying though life is gonna bully but, you life is gonna beat the heck out of you so I I don't necessarily think that it should be to a point where you are causing someone to have, you know, like real depression issues. But the things that I went through as a child when it comes to bullying, and I use air quotes over bullying because I don't really necessarily agree with the way people define bullying. Like, I think we going a little deep with it. You know what I'm saying? I think that the internet and all of that definitely plays a part. But the things that I went through built character. And sometimes you need that. I'm not saying that you should cause like severe harm on somebody. But a little joning or joshing or scoring on somebody going back and forth is not, to me, the worst thing in the world. So, I mean, I actually had fun doing it sometimes with my cousins. I wasn't the best, and yeah, I cried, but at my age now, it wouldn't bother me with what people would say because I went through it then. Mm, well, I but I had know. people on my side, so, you know, it was yeah. like, I don't know. I think I it's was, different with family. There's So,
1: there's a difference with family bullying Versus like external bullying, because I think, and I think that there's a difference in playful, like joning on somebody in a family, versus actually being bullied by family. Because I think that there, I've I've encountered both. So that's why I said that like
2: I don't necessarily agree with. I think now like we put bullying all of it in the same definition or all of it in the same category, but it can be separate. Like you said, a little. Going back and forth, Joan and Josh and whatever you call it, you know, it's fun. It's supposed to be a little playful. They're not necessarily trying to hurt you, but you know, when you get into it deep, yeah. I agree. It's it's a little much. and it depends can, on people's I
0: intentions I can, too. I can say yeah. this much: like if 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 when I like when I created this, like I was just thinking about like my childhood growing up. Obviously, I internalized it and personalized it for me as well. But then I also looked at other people who I thought were bullied. And I feel that some of the the way that they were bullied in elementary, elementary, literally followed them throughout school. Like they, Mm. I felt like people did not stop. It wasn't like every day, all day to the point where, you know, they're fighting, but like some of the reputation that they had that was created at a very like younger age, followed them throughout their whole, you know, now granted, There were some people that I went to elementary, middle school, and high school with. So I'm just thinking of those instances where like, you know, girl or guy probably had one situation and it literally followed them throughout their whole tenure in grade school. Yeah. So I'm just looking at those instances. Not not necessarily the ones where like, you thought you was about to wear, like purchase well, you purchase this fire pair of shoes, to, and only to find out that is probably the pro worst shoe you can buy. You know what I'm saying? Or British, <laughs> British knights? Did you have rings? So, my first question for y'all is: Hold on.
1: Oh, have is, you been bullied? Have if you been so? bullied? And if so, please walk <laughs> us.
0: Please walk us through your experience.
1: Okay, so I can start with elementary school bullying <laughs> because I'm light skinned, so I had a mustache. So even in middle elementary? Yeah, I had a. m I've always had a mustache. I just have. Um I say that because most light skinned women I know have mustaches. So I had a mustache. I obviously have a big forehead. Y'all have seen me and that was like the thing that people talked about and then also a lot of the girls from my elementary school and middle school for some reason just didn't like me never and I I didn't really get to hang out with anybody my grandmother was super protective so in the retrospect maybe it was me them thinking I thought I was better but in reality
3: I just couldn't hang out with nobody so I was
1: like sheltered so anyway um I've had like I never got into fights, but I had people, like, write nasty notes about me, throw pencils at me, um, tell people they were going to fight me, Mm. stuff like that. But I never actually, like, they weren't saying it to me. And then guys, like, the guys would tease me and be like, oh, you got a mustache and, oh, you got a beard and your forehead big. And so I got that type of stuff. And then... In high school I was a cheerleader on this like um uh what is it called? Um anyway we would travel and do um professional dang, what is the uh I can't I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, we would travel and do like Stunt oh,
2: like kind of like A U basketball. Yeah, yeah kind of like yeah. that. I can't remember the name.
1: Competition. Yeah. Yes. Dang, I couldn't think of a word. So I would do competition cheerleading. And there was this black guy on the team, this African guy. And I liked him. He liked me kind of, but he also liked my friend who was white. Mm-hmm. And um, I had forgot about this until we started talking about this episode. Basically, um I told my friend not to date him because I was like, girl, you don't need to date him. Like, whatever. And he basically went on my MySpace page. I think it was MySpace. And spammed my entire MySpace with like, car is a hoe, car is a hoe, over and over again. Like, on all of my messages. Like, you know, you used to have the little thing. That's what I'm
2: talking about. Yeah, so like, like, yeah, so he
1: did that to me. I mean, it never like, it never, I deleted everything. I think I just ended up just like deleting my page or whatever. At the time, it was like really serious, but I also didn't. I mean, I wasn't like, I'm going to kill myself because somebody called me a hoe. But that in retrospect was a real, like That's real life mean. cyber bullying. He also, it was like, I think, I don't think we had Facebook, but some, there was some other social media yeah. platform Black that Planet. he did it on. Yeah, MySpace and Black Planet. That's what it was. And <laughs> College
0: Club. And he, <laughs> I, I
1: didn't know what that was. And he spammed it and put cars a hoe or something to that effect. Um, and so that's the only like real bullying that I've like encountered outside of elementary school, kind of like the little kitty stuff. But I guess that was like really serious. Yeah, I had yeah, a similar
0: was. I had a similar case like yours. Not it was similar, but worse. So granted I, like I mentioned, I have, there's a large group of my, um, at the time I thought they were my friends growing up, um, that we started out in middle school, went to middle school, I'm sorry, we started in elementary, probably even Head Start, that's how like long we had been, you know, Head Start, elementary, middle school, and high school, so it was our freshman year, I will never forget this day, um... At this particular time, I have built a reputation for myself. Like, you know, I was very heavy into politics. I was very um, engulfed into, like, just student society. I was probably a representative for the students, you know, compared, you know, Like student Um, council? Student student council, like all Mm -hmm. of that good stuff. So, you know, people knew who I was. So going into high school, like I had this plan. Like, I mean, I mapped out my whole high school career. Like, (laughs) I, I actually mapped out my classes down to the T. I wanted my senior year to be like a half day. I'm like, you know, I need to go in. I need to like, you know, make a name for myself. And plus, you know... From my middle school going into high school, like, I mean, my graduating class was like over 500 people. So, like, it was just a larger school in general. So, I knew that the work that I did in middle school, it would be like 12 times more than that or 10 times more than that. So, I remember this was, and granted, like, during this time in high school, they did like, you know, freshmen were kind of like hazed because it was like a buddy system. Like, they partner you with, a senior and it's almost like, you know, you have a senior buddy, right? Mm-hmm. And then also even with like Beta Club and National Honor Society, like the freshmen that would come in, like they would literally haze you. Like you would have to come to school, dress weird, all kind of crazy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to build, like, you know, welcome you into the school. But like, I think kids t- took it to the next level. Like the seniors just would do like all type of crazy shit. So I remember it was like maybe August or September and I remember like getting off the bus, going into the commons area. Now, granted, you know, these are people who I had like been knowing all my life, right? Damn near. Like, you know, I've been knowing you since you was small. We saw each other like change. So this is our freshman year. Um, so I walked into the I walked into the Commons area and we all hung around with each other. It was a predominantly white school. So all the black freshmen and all the like, you know, we just all congregated around each other seniors juniors sophomores freshmen so i walk up and i see everyone holding this white sheet like everyone had a paper and now this is around the time where like people were inducting you into their their organization like their what is it called clubs their their clubs you know whatever so i grabbed the paper and it says um there's a gay party hosted at this hotel no at this hotel they name a random hotel and they put the host and it was like four people and it was myself and three other people and when i read that i was like i like immediately felt flush like i'm like I Who, but,
1: i'm confused
0: every people <laughs> printed out flyers
1: and created this and fake
0: created this fake like party hosted by myself and three other people, <laughs> gay party. Mm. Um and I just remember like, I'm uh. like, I thought high school, I thought my <laughs> rib- I thought my reputation life was over. Mm. I thought like, I didn't know what to think. Like I felt like I wanted to run but had nowhere to run. Yeah. Um but then I also felt betrayed because even in that moment, like I mentioned, we all in the commons areas, the seniors, sophomores, juniors, even like my peers, who I thought were my friends, yeah. Who you know, I talked about my middle school experience, about this whole student council scandal. You know, and maybe that was my payback, right, for what I did. Mm. Um, student
1: council scandal. You remember oh, I tell you about the votes, right, yeah. right, right.
0: So like we had did some, <laughs> we had did some things together, right. Yeah. We had did some things together. So I thought that you know we were friends, yeah. But even during that moment, like no one came to like at AG. least correct. Right. No one and i just remember feeling betrayed i remember feeling like what the fuck do i do i never really told this story to anyone which is i'm pretty shocked that i'm really telling this story now because mm-hmm. it really affected me at that level like i didn't i didn't have nobody to talk to the only thing that i could do was wish and hope and pray that tomorrow it is gone it would go away, would go away. and luckily it did I mean, it's not, you know, luckily it just it just went away and no one ever talked about it. But now I'm thinking in retrospect, I'm like, at that particular moment, I'll say this much, that's when I just did not give a fuck about the people that yeah I went to school with, who I thought were my friends, like, because at that moment I felt betrayed and I did not know how to, like, process that betrayal. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. All I knew is that I was hurt and I needed to... Like I was afraid every morning, like just waking up and like, what if this come what if this happens again? Like oh I would be God. afraid, literally afraid to go to school because I'm thinking that, hey, if the it can happen then en- the embarrassment. And come to find out, it was what I which I believe. So I had friends, close friends, like I mean niggas who I literally play ball with and niggas who I literally like grew up with. I mean, literally playing basketball in the back of someone's home their senior buddy was a football teammate and that was just i think that was their initiation Mm. to create some stuff like that so wow exactly so
1: oh i can even like
0: listen y'all high
1: school is hard anyway but like haven't that yeah i'm sorry
0: and everyone knew my name even like me my class in my name because at this point I was running for student council. You know right. what I'm saying? I won, but still, you know what I'm saying? Like that just made. I, I listen. I had to learn how to like overcome that. So that social, whatever. Yeah, so embarrassment. It, it's social, social embarrassment. embarrassment.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I um, I hate, first of all, I mean, I'm just thinking about how you felt in that moment. I just kind of hate that you went through that. Ugh. Um,
0: I still see these people in my I, like, I It's like I can envision uh, how everyone is sitting. And I'm like, I'm reading this and I'm looking at the people that I thought that would ride for me. And it's almost as if like, they didn't even like, I know I would be like, don't look at that. Let's go. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, right. They didn't even do that. Like, I literally remember walking off and like no one no one
1: followed you no
0: one fucking Mm. followed me so then i'm like are y'all bitches like is is this like did y'all all all come up with this this dumb shit right and i'm talking about females and males this was like yeah so that's what i'm uh. that's
2: what i'm saying is like some stuff is like that's detrimental, like that could really play. Like you were saying, you were scared to go to school, you know, if it's gonna happen again, like that's playing on your mental. Like, I think things like that is when it becomes bullying, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like really inappropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. I almost while you were um telling the story, what's the name of this movie with um, like they were rich white kids? Do you know what I'm talking Nine about? Nine seconds,
0: 15 no. They were rich white kids.
2: Netflix? No, it's oh, an older. Cruel intentions. Movie. Cruel intentions. I love like, that movie. while you were telling the story, it just. Uh, I kind of was like imagining cruel mm-hmm. intentions. That's kind of like what that girl would do to people. Correct. Like, yeah. Try to ruin their reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't necessarily go. Th- In my opinion, I was bullied, right? People would talk about me. She's skinny. Um, I think that's a major thing that people would say. It wasn't a lot more people would say, but they would talk about me being skinny and maybe because my cousins, we went back and forth. Like I just always came back. And and I think that for me, the reason why I never put a lot of emphasis on feeling like I was bullied was because I always, I had an older brother and my brother would tell me, don't let nobody punk you. So I was always looking at it like, You're not finna punk me. So when somebody would say something about me, I would say something right back. Mm -hmm. And then I, I developed this mentality. So then I became what you would consider... Now, a bully because I wasn't going to let nobody punk me. So, people would talk about me and I was ready to fight. Like, oh, you are going to talk noise about me? Well, I'm not going to be the skinny girl that y'all think y'all can punk. Because that's really the way I was looking at it. Like, mm. oh, you think I'm little, so you think I can't fight? Well, let me show you. Mm. So, um, yeah, I fought a lot in school. Um, I'm not going to say a lot. I fought.
3: Correct.
2: Um... I felt like I had to approve myself a lot. And then the friends that I hung around were so loyal that we didn't take any mess from either one. Like, you weren't going to talk about one, right? If you mm. talked about one, you was going to talk about all of us. Mm. You was going to have to face all of us. So I think that other people looked at us like bullies. But we weren't necessarily trying to bully people. Like, Mm -hmm. it was more so of, like, taking up for ourselves Mm -hmm. in a very defensive way. Right. Um, Yeah. And, you know, I can remember one instance where, I think I talked about this, where this girl who was known around the city to, like, whoop everybody ass. (laughs) And I ain't even talking about no, like, she fighting people and it's like, oh, I seen the girl fight one time. Like literally the girl was like somebody was running up on her and she took her watch off so fast and threw her watch and was like, hold this, and threw hands and whooped the girl ass. Like I seen the girl fight before. (laughs) So she sent me something and it said she was talking about my other friends. And I sit, we were sitting in the class together. Remember, I told y'all, my high school, we had laptops or whatever. Mm. And she sent me an email, and it was like, here go your ugly friends. Mm. And it was like, I know how this girl can fight. I don't know... What I could do, but you're not gonna <laughs> punk me. You're not about to talk about my friends. So I was, I said something to the girl in class, and that's when I told you I think I cursed, and then the mm. teacher sent me out or whatever. But I was taking that risk. Like I seen this girl fight before, but you, what you're not gonna do is, and so that's why I say that to say that like, I didn't let nobody do yeah. that to me. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I ne- I never. There was not one female that I came across. That I was going to allow to talk about me, because you think I'm small, you think I'm not gonna say anything, you think I'm not gonna do anything, Got and that you. was just the the attitude I always had. Right. Um, having an older brother that probably had something to do with it, having older cousins that also probably had mm-hmm. something to do with it. I just wasn't. And I don't like to use the word scary, but I just wasn't. I was mm-hmm. not scared. I was mm-hmm. not scared of the confrontation. Whatever is going to happen, I'm going to face it.
0: Mm-hmm. So did y'all tell y'all parents about these um, instances? Absolutely not. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't tell my parents either. I was too embarrassed to tell them.
1: It For me, it wasn't even, I don't know why I did. It wasn't embarrassment or anything. I guess I just thought they wouldn't do nothing. So it was kind of pointless. Yeah. Or it would make me look. Week, I guess, um, because if like my grandma would have went up to the school, like they would, everybody would have known that my grandma went to school. I don't know. I I I don't know what my mindset was, but maybe that was it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think for me, I was just like, bro, I just want to dead this situation. Yeah. Like, I didn't want it. I didn't want to deal with it. Like, but I, I don't know. I don't think anyone could have done anything. I don't know. It Suzanne just- would
1: have went up there you think
0: yeah she i don't i she would have um, right. but my mom like how my mom is well she's always been that way but my mom was like she gave me tough love like and which is probably part of the reason why I was able to like deal with that situation and still um you know excel um socially because like i was like she did not make me into this weak person so i was able yeah. to like literally deal with it on my own even though, like, I was fucking like fearful as fuck every fucking day because I'm like, is this shit gonna come up? This, that, and the third. Like, you know, I just felt like my reputation is ruining. This is like, this is like high school. You know, you yeah. get excited about high school and like all the things you want to do and like the people that you want to align yourself with, and then this shit happened. So, uh, but no, I did not tell my, I did not tell my parents.
3: Hmm.
2: I didn't tell my parents. One, my mama don't play that. So this facade of a person that I was putting on at school, and I'm going to just call it spade a spade. That was a facade. That was not who I was raised to be or what I would ever want my parents to have seen because my mama didn't play that. Like, she would have got onto me for feeling like I needed to take up for myself. Like, you you know? Right. Um, And then my dad, he was a minister. So, no, no. I my daddy that I'm out here.
0: <laughs> right. Don't know this. Fighting. Uh, yeah. Well, you know. Nah. Scuffle. Or whatever it is. Shit.
2: I mean, I did fight. It, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to lie. I mean, people that I went to high school would listen to the show. So, I can't lie. Um, I did fight. However... It wasn't a lot. I think I said a lot earlier. It wasn't. Allegedly.
0: Allegedly. I (laughs) hate when they say that. Allegedly.
2: Um, but no, I didn't tell them because I felt like I could handle it, which was really, really silly.
0: So, um we kinda answered this question, but like how did your friends play a role? Like, did they help you? Were they supportive of supportive of you? Or you know, what that dynamic was like?
2: My friends are real supportive. I mean, like we were, they called us the Mac girls. Um, We were like. Matt? Mac. So we went to MacArthur High School. So the city called us (laughs) the Mac girls. (laughs) Um, But, (laughs) I mean, they were just loyal, which I think is why it was really hard for me as I got into my adult years to understand how you can be a friend and not be loyal. But I know we'll talk about that again one day. I have had issues with that because my friends was so down. And like, even when I got in college, like I didn't really, it was like, y'all weird. Y'all hear these people talking noise. Y'all not going to talk noise back. Like, I didn't really understand that. So yeah. But anyways, my friends were solid.
0: Yeah. My friends didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Throughout
2: any time, like okay, so you told that situation, but like throughout the rest of high school, or you know, so, any situation, uh, my
0: my core friends did not go to my high school with me. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, because I was just about to say so, you and Kobe yeah, have been friends for dumb. Yeah, long. but Kobe
0: is also like three or four years younger than I am. Mm-hmm.
1: I forgot about that. Yeah. So <laughs> good point. Um,
0: no, Kobe was not there. But even like my core group of friends who are current, who I like, still hang out with. They went to, um, like, they redid the the districts or something like that. And um like at the time I thought these people were my core friends. Yeah. Um but they were not. And you know, ever since then I didn't really fuck with them at all. So to me, no, they didn't do anything. Mm. Um Wow, that was just a terrible time. Like fuck them. I fuck already all know. Of them. Anyways. Um
1: you- I would write letters to my friends. And I remember writing letters about my experiences, but my friends were all very supportive. I mean, it was I was always the like nice don't cuss girl, never been in a fight. Like so my friends were protective of me. Mm-hmm. So like my best friend Tyra, she is, you know, currently a ratchet. <laughs> I love her, but <laughs> she's she's the ratchet friend for me. And she was like kind of hood then. So, you know, she's from Cali like I don't know what part of Cali, but she's she like kind of hood. Games. So from Compton. Yeah, so I don't know if she's from Compton, <laughs> no, no. but but yeah, so like she came uh eighth grade year we became friends and she like was the fighter and I was not the fighter. So all the friends I had that were really close to me, they knew I wasn't a fighter. So they were like protective of me right. and like people trying to do things to me and stuff like that. So um, I've, I have friends like that in college, too. I I, you always have to keep a friend that can fight. I'm just not the friend.
0: I'm the friend that fights now.
1: Yeah. I have a friend that fights. Claudine yeah. fights. Tyra fights. My friend Ashley fights, but I'm not the fighting friend.
2: I don't have friends that fight now because we have all gotten to a place where, uh, I don't know, like, I can't get arrested. So, please, persons, do not come up to me and try to hit me because i can't go to jail but i wanted to just really really quick this is how loyal my friends were so there was this one girl from this city that i lived in and um away from the city i grew up from and we saw her one night and she was trying to fight me i don't even remember why this girl was trying to fight me but she hated me and we could not fight because it was police like standing right there so basically she's just yelling you wanna fight me michelle what you wanna do like all of that and it's like girl it's two police officers right here like you know we can't fight <laughs> so my mom didn't let me go to this place that's called venice beach right which was like a teen club in dallas teen clubs just sound like a mess it's a whole mess so they don't have them no more but my mom would not let me go to that because she was my mama didn't play that y'all my friends went and they saw the girl and they fought the girl <laughs> for me. Like, they were so mad that I wasn't there to fight the girl. They fought the girl. They didn't jump her. One fought her. It was my best friend who I grew up with, like, from age three. And we are still friends to this day. Like, she fought her. And then when they got out, uh, because they all got kicked out, when they got out of... <laughs> the club my other friend then fought <laughs> her because they wasn't done. Like, that's real. That's that just, real. I mean, jeez. That's horrible. <laughs> <But> nobody <laughs> recorded it.
0: Like, that's what's wrong with these kids now. Right. They be recording stuff. So you remember I told y'all this story about how like, at the end of my eighth grade year at middle school, how these group of kids, well, these group of what I quote unquote thought, who were my friends, came to my house to try to jump me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like, God was just getting rid of all these people. That was I, that the same it people? It wasn't the same people, but they, oh were, my God. they were like affiliate, like they were kind of like the same people. So it's like that happened. And then like that, that August or September, like the rest of them bitches just went away too. Wow. And I'm like, what did I do? To deserve this, but you know what? God had a plan, and we're gonna get that. He did, he did. Like Dustin say, We, we ain't there yet, but we're gonna get that. <laughs> or says, So, my next question for y'all is Have you forgiven your bully?
1: I haven't thought about it to even know if I have. I, I guess
0: I, when you think about it, like would my you cousin,
1: them? yeah, because I mean, I think. At the age that we were, like, you don't really know who you are. All of the things that you're doing are based on some sort of insecurity within yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. That's you
1: don't know yourself. I mean, you really don't. You don't know. I mean, I, I am a completely different person than I was in middle school or high school. You just don't know. And people have come back and apologized to me for stuff that was said and done. Which, I mean, not that I really needed it, but that shows the growth. Like, you know, one of my one of my really good friends now, she's doing my bridesmaids' makeup at my wedding. She used to kind of bully me a little bit, not like to the extreme point, but she didn't like me for whatever reason. And she came back and apologized a few years later, like, you know. And I'm sure she's cool with me saying that, like, hey, I was insecure and had these issues within myself, and that's why I didn't like you. Mm-hmm. So... I think I, I I don't need an apology if they give it fine, but I don't. I've forgiven them already.
0: I'm like this. I feel the exact same way. Like I don't need an apology, but every time I see you, I think of that situation, um, and I don't have any negative feelings because you know my life is my life is my life is pretty fucking dope. So I don't feel that way. However, when I think about that situation, like just talking about it right now. Like that betrayal, I still feel it. And maybe it's because I haven't fully processed that in order for me to fully get over it. But yeah. I don't I don't need an apology. I don't need them to forgive me in order for me to move on. The only way I knew how to deal with the situation was to like dead the situation like in my mind, if that makes sense. Like just, what is it called? Um,
1: Compartmentalize?
0: Not compartmentalized, maybe so, but almost like acting like it never happened. Yeah. You know? so You just push
1: it in the back of your mind. and
0: Right, which is really ironic because the last time I went home, I saw one of them. And...
1: You know what's crazy that I think about sometimes? What things have happened in your life that were so bad that you don't even remember because <laughs> you have pushed them so far back in your mind? I think about that all the time because there are certain... Like that situation where I talked about the cyberbullying, I completely forgot mm-hmm. about it until we started talking about this, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. that happened to me." Yeah. What ha- else has happened that, you, that has
0: been so bad that I've had it? to completely suppressed. suppress it? That's yeah. what the word I was looking for: suppress.
2: Ah, uh, I don't. Mm, I don't think that I necessarily had anything to forgive my bullies for because. I mean, you talk about me, I'm going to talk about you right back. Like, that's just how I was. So I don't think I ever carried it. I mean, people still call me skinny to this day. Um, And I don't care what anybody says. Like, you cannot walk up to somebody and be like, you're fat. So why is it okay for you to walk up to somebody and say you're skinny? Like, it's an insult to me. Um, You're trying to point out someone's flaw. And... It's just something that I had to be comfortable with, you know, like become comfortable with. So I haven't forgiven anybody per se because I don't necessarily feel like um, I was affected in that way because I gave it right back. But I have seen some of the people like the girl that I was telling you all about that was yelling at me. While the police was standing there, I saw her when I first moved back to Dallas, I saw her for the first time since that day Mm. when I was in ninth grade. Um, I saw her for the first time three years ago, three, four years ago when I moved back here. And her sister said hi to me. So I said hi to her sister. And then I said hi to her. Like... And I said it's kind of sarcastically, like, hey girl, you're not gonna speak? Your sister just spoke to me. So this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, cause I'm over it. You know, like you were ninth grade, like Cara just said, the things mm. you were doing at that age were to prove a point to somebody. If mm. it wasn't yourself, you was trying to prove a point to somebody else. So all, right. all of that stuff, I'm kinda over it. Like
0: So I'll say this much. I don't I thought I was over it until like I have I encounter these people who I have known all my life. And then whenever they bring up these individuals, I mean, I don't have nothing for them, but I also, I'm not, I still feel that I'm not over it because I don't, like, a part of me is kind of okay that your life seemed fucked. That may not be the case, but a part of me feel like I'm, I don't, I want you to do well, but I'm also there's an ounce of satisfaction that your life seemed to be
1: not as good, not as good as
0: mine. You understand what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. for me, and I say this because one, I'm not like a malicious person. Like I don't gloat or I don't feel good whenever other people are doing bad. Like I don't do that. But I think that the the part of me, if I can be honest (coughs) with myself, the part of me that kind of sort of feels like. Okay, okay with the situation is is because I haven't fully, fully processed that one scenario, if that makes sense. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's why you know, I asked the question.
2: I agree with that because I I mean, I look at it like My bad. I still excelled even though people tried tried me when I was younger, I still excel. But I look at that kind of in the same way you do it. Not that necessarily it's good that you failed or that they're in the place that they are in. I just look at it like, you know, unfortunately, you let this behavior that you had at that age follow you or prolong itself throughout your life and at some point I grew up and I just look at it like I'm glad I grew up because I wouldn't have the life I have now if I didn't grow up
0: So do y'all feel that the experience followed you into your adulthood? If so, how did or how are you trying to overcome that negative experience?
1: I don't think it I don't think mom followed me um yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think I may have, like you were saying, looked at some of the people that bullied me and been like, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. And you had all this stuff to say. But mm-hmm. outside of that, like, do I have self-esteem issues because of what somebody said about my mustache? No, I just shaved it off. Or, um, Yeah, I don't necessarily think it did. I do think, though, that my motivation for a lot of things has been fueled from negativity and proving people wrong. So I think it may be in that way, yeah, Mm -hmm. but not really proving my bullies wrong, but really like family Mm -hmm. type of situation. So I guess if you think if I think of it like that, yeah, but it hasn't been in a like my the negativity fueled positivity for me. Got you. So that's kind of, I guess, the way I flipped it. But not it's not like haunting me in my dreams or you know, I'm not afraid to build friends because of it or anything like that.
2: It followed me in my adulthood because um I was very, like, for a while, and and this was, like, really hard for me in college because I didn't have those friends that had my back, like, my friends in high school. I felt like I had to always defend myself. Like, somebody would say something negative about me, and I would, like, snap. And that followed me. It took me a long time to grow out of that. Is what I'm saying that, you know, the way it followed me because I just, I didn't want people to feel like they were punking me. Like I'm not a punk, so I'm going to defend myself. And sometimes I would defend myself and I would snap on people so hard that it was like, man, you didn't really have to do all of that. Like you could have just said, don't talk to me like that and walked away from the situation. But because of my experiences in high school, I always, like, it It did, it carried me for a while. And um, I'm much better at it now. Like, I don't think I snap on people at all anymore. I actually have been through several situations where I could have snapped, and I feel like I didn't. And that almost, like, honestly, it almost was harder for me to not snap and to control my mouth and what I know I'm capable of. and it felt worse going through it. but now that I look at it, it's like I can see the growth and i'm I'm very proud of mm-hmm. myself and even my best friend tells me all the time of how proud of me she is because she saw me in college. And how I would snap on people, and she's like, "I'm really proud of the person you are now, and how you um and how you grew because mm. I would like I would go ham on people, and <laughs> I don't anymore I'm very uh, reserved
0: uh, I think now thinking in retrospect, it definitely has followed me, and it followed me in areas with my relationship with male friends. I think I can easily foster a relationship, a friendship with women than of men in terms of, like, depth, trust, and, like, if that, if that makes any sense, right? So I had all my childhood friends turn on me in eighth grade and damn near ninth grade. All my, t- like, childhood friends, male friends, right? Mm-hmm. I did not really fully begin to have like I would say a solid another like solid male friendship until like college and then this was like one person right Hmm. and I just remember like wanting to pledge and like having some sort of anxiety not not really understanding or thinking where that came from right Mm. but I think it stimulated from that because up until then you know my dad wasn't so much in my life Mm. uh my friends like really fucking turned their back on me so like at this at this point like i'm like outcha. Uh, like i don't care who you were i didn't have no loyalty to like no homie
3: mm.
0: other than like you know people who i've been known for a while but at this particular time it was just females that you know and it was just a, a, a small amount so when I got to college I was like uh I don't know if I want to deal with all that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just like I can imagine
2: like, that's like dang, is this going to happen again? Yeah,
0: like will it like not if it happens like if it will it happen again, will I have to deal with like you know, cuz I'm just a loyal friend. Uh well, <laughs> I'm a loyal friend now I also like <laughs> you know, when I befriend you, I fucking befriend you. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Until you like completely fuck over me, that's the, that's the only way I would not probably ride for you. So I just remember like, like everything I was growing up in middle school, high school, elementary, like just being that, that go-to person, like socially in college, I re I was a recluse. I was very reclusive in college. Like I was not involved in any type of organizations at all. Um and I I mean now thinking in retrospect that probably had a lot to do with it because I was afraid yeah. to put myself out on that platform and then have to deal with you know certain things socially. Right. I did go to HBCU and it, mm. you know Southern University is very very competitive which I'm sure other schools are but like just for my experience alone like you yes you do have a great time but like I mean Southern really 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 um, pushes you to a whole nother level um, socially and yeah, academically you know what I'm saying Jesus. so
3: do you
1: feel like you would have excelled if you would not have held yourself back
0: correct and I regret that that's probably one of the only things that I regret in college and that was given into those feelings that I was dealing with during that time yeah. because I had no one to talk to well I probably did have some no I had no one to talk to because I didn't talk about it um and i just was like you know what fuck everybody like i'm in school like the, the sooner i get out of school the faster i can like create a whole new world for myself and yeah. uh yeah so but you know i think it definitely did seep into my adulthood because even now like I mean, I don't trust males that I work with. Like I don't trust nobody. Like I even like went through a situation where like I really needed to count on someone to like help me get to that next level and like two days before I needed them, they dropped the ball. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know, it is what it is. I mean, gr- like now now like this is this sounds way deeper than what it is, don't get me wrong. I make shit happen for my own life and I'm very successful. But at the same time, when I really think about it and I really think about my relationships, that's Mm -hmm. where I feel like that's where it stimulates from. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, So for the next question, um, are you triggered by that experience as an adult? I guess, you know, we don't have to answer that. But (laughs) Lastly, where is your bully now and will you ever consider fostering a relationship with them?
2: I don't know where they at. (laughs) I I was just about to say, I don't know. You
0: don't know where them hoes at.
2: I'm not on Facebook, so I don't see them. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure they all still live in the DFW area. My bad. I'm knocking on the the, um, (laughs) table. Yeah, but I'll say this much. I'm not going to say that. I've excelled in a lot of ways. And I've seen where they are um, in some situations. So,
0: Well, two of my bullies are currently on crack. And one of them are... The other one oh, is man. extremely... Overweight. I it,
1: wanted to laugh.
0: And I mean, then when you, you said they were on
1: crack, no, no. I thought you was about to say something funny, and then you said they were <laughs> no, on
0: crack, on and I was crack.
1: like, I was taken aback. I'm sorry. Listen,
0: they are on. Drugs. I believe
1: you. They're I on just... crack.
0: I mean, they're on crack. um And the other one is three thousand pounds. <laughs> Most of them did not graduate college. Uh-huh. Most of them didn't even make it fully through high school. Yeah. um and I'm pretty sure they're probably living their best life, the best way they know how. Absolutely. Um, and you know, you know, we're, we 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 are all kids. I'm sure I've done some cruel things to other people.
1: Uh-huh. You
0: know what I'm saying? Um, but that's where they are, and they can stay where they at. I,
1: don't know. I mean, my cousin is. In our hometown, she has five kids by five different dads. Um, so I didn't want to say stuff like that. Like I no, mean, I'm mean, just it, being honest about a it. Um, and, and that's a fact. Like it ain't. That ain't. I'm not making that up.
3: She
1: <laughs> has five kids by five different dudes. Right. Uh, the other people, one of them is in jail.
2: It's a female.
1: Guy, oh, another one of them either just got out of jail or still in jail. Um, the friend who apologized, she's like doing well, obviously, but I don't think she went to college. Not that that matters, but you um, see,
0: this is why. In the Bible, it says, "Vengeance, vengeance, vengeance is mine. Vengeance, vengeance
3: is <laughs> you mine." You got it right the first I know. time. I Vengeance <laughs> it's is war. mine,"
0: said the Lord. Life has a real way, a, a funny way of like making things come full circle, and not saying that you know I'm happy that they are where they no, are. No, not at all. But it lets me know that what they were dealing with personally like you mentioned earlier it had
1: nothing to do with you you just were the outlet
0: correct but it had nothing to
1: do with you (laughs) and that's why like for me it's like you can't really blame these kids because obviously they were going through something that they didn't know how to handle so they took it out on you um, not that I'm giving anybody an excuse yeah, fully, no, no. but I do think that I mean some of the things I've done before, maybe not bullying, but were based on like past difficulties I had that I had never gotten over.
2: Yeah, I mean it was a lot of I mean you think going into just bullying. I don't know where these people are that said what they said to me and you know whatever. Um, a lot of them still live in the, the city that I grew up in. My mom still lives in that city, so I've seen them on several different occasions. But if you look at just like kids in general, I mean, like we people used to talk about females and like doing all types of stuff. I remember like this one girl; she was a white girl, but people used to talk about this girl giving head all the time. And I just remember feeling bad, like, because we didn't know if she really did it, but (laughs) the boys were saying she did, and it was like, dang, girl, you do that? And she literally was like, I didn't do that. And it was like, really? Because all four of them said you did. You know, like, kids are cruel, but I think it's where it's the space they're in, but these kids nowadays... I mean, some of the stuff that was done when we were kids was excessive, right? Yeah. But these kids nowadays, they take it overboard and they get on the internet and and talk about each other. Yeah. And so it doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. Like how you said you forgot about what Odoo did and how you had like suppressed that situation. These kids see it for years to come because it becomes viral and all types of stuff like that. Yeah. so, I think that's why I said, like, bullying is on a, on a whole nother level now. Like, they do some really cruel stuff.
0: So, my thing is, I wanted to have this conversation because I think bullying is a real thing. Like, it's, it's a real thing that affects people beyond just that one situation. Like, I know we talked about, like, John and each other. Or, you know, I know we talked about things that just happens on the playground. But like there are real stuff that like there are real things that happen that i feel that you're right you're not going to know everything that goes on in your child life but as an adult and as a parent i would want my child to come to me for like with anything i don't know Same. how that works you know what i'm Same. saying i don't know what that's like because i don't have kids but even if it's on the receiving end or the giving end Open up a level of conversation with your kids so they can feel comfortable with talking to you because I thank God I made it through that. Like, that was when yeah. I can honestly say that my understanding of Christ started at that time because I began to like literally pray to Him and ask Him for strength to get me out of the situation emotionally, mentally, and all that good stuff. That's where it literally all started. That's. It started before that, but that's when I became began to really practice it because I didn't know how to deal with that situation.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm saying this to say, like, you know, I know we all in moment in spaces and areas where we're having kids or we would like to have kids in the future, but like you have to hold like you're. I understand kids are gonna be kids, but fuck that! Like you gotta hold your fucking kid accountable for their fucking actions. I was just and stop about treating to say them that. just like they're a fucking kid because what's happening is they're destroying other people's lives, mm-hmm. and everyone can't just be kids like your kid is.
2: I was just about to say that, like, but this is on like a different level. This is this is a part of bullying where I'm saying like we gonna stop saying everything these kids do is bullying because. I've witnessed some kid. I've watched kids talk about somebody, and then when they talk about you back, you can't take it. And then you go tell your mama, and your mama come up to the school talking about they bullying my kid. No, your kid was doing it too, right? Like, and that's where like we really have to, when it comes to this issue, we really have to define and be clear of what that definition is. Because if you gonna dish it out, you got to be able to take it. So don't. It's it's like. To me, bullying is when you are picking on somebody that is not doing anything to you. Like, this person has done you no wrong. But if if you talk about somebody and then they talk about you back and now you feel bad because they talked about you worse than you talked about them, that's not bullying to me. Like, you I just get, that... you just got what you gave out. I... And we have to teach our kids to be kind to each other. If they were kind to each other, they would have to go through that. small issues like that. But on the on the bigger scale, mm-hmm. when it comes to the internet and, like, picking on somebody that is asking you to leave them alone is, to me, when it becomes an actual bullying situation. Like, this this person has done you no wrong, they mean you no wrong, and you're talking about them with other people to make them feel bad. Like, walking into the situation that you walked into, Justin... That was a bullying situation. But somebody talking about you, I mean, you talk about somebody, and then they say something back to you, and now you feel bad? Come on, man. We got, I mean.
0: My whole thing is, you know how your fucking children act, because they act like that with you, or with some other family member. I don't know, though.
1: I'm. I feel like, them. no, no, I. I don't teach kids. I'm not around little kids. Yeah, I know, but
0: I'm just saying like you have like just like, I mean, you know, you have an idea of like the things that your kid can do. Is capable uh, of. Exactly. what, What your kid is capable of. I personally, you know, which may not even be the best thing for me to do because I know that you need to let a kid be a kid. But trust me, I'm going to teach. I'm going to make sure that my kid understand or at least have an idea what are their core values. I'm not just going to raise them by, oh, you go to school, you do this, I'll buy you a toy. You go play games. You go like, no, I need to be teaching you to build character in some type of way at a very young age. And you're not going I'm not going to let the school ground build character within you yeah. i'm not gonna do that because my parents didn't do that Yeah, i had a sense of self at a very young age and i just feel that other kids did not know who they were obviously but even with me knowing who i am i still don't want to fucking go through what i went through and this was me at what how old are you when you're ni- the ninth grade 13 14? 14 14 15, you know what i'm saying 15, yeah. so but i'm just saying like i can only imagine what i think middle school is way <laughs> worse than high school so the
2: cattiness yeah
0: so I mean, I'm just like, bro. You know, if if we all having kids and your kid try that shit with my kid, trust me, my kid is gonna be prepared to whip that ass and to be like mentally prepared to like, you know, fuck you and your mom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And on that note, um, that's it for bullying.
2: Well, this is this millennial moment. Lord is slightly bullying em. too. <laughs> it's like all. Mm. Um, Tying in So basically I'm not gonna read the Email I'm just gonna go into it You have Give me a female name Shaquana. Oh that's not old
0: Claudette
2: You got good names You do Okay you have Claudette And give me a male name Otis all oldest can we use oldest but we've we we probably oldest. have, but he deserves the oldest yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Claudette is thirty four established herself, she's single um ten years ago, she dated Otis. They didn't really keep in touch, but they ran into each other again, they started dating, they got in a relationship. Let me back up before. When they dated 10 years ago, he cheated on her, uh, which is what ended the relationship. Now at 34, she um, is still single. He's single. They see each other again. They start to date. They're in a relationship. He finds out that he has cancer and he has to go have surgery. They've been together now for a year and a half. This is her man. She going to ride with him, take care of him throughout this situation. Um,
0: He comes home from
2: the hospital from surgery. (laughs) She's bathing him, taking care of him, you know, feeding. Whatever she has to do is her man. He asks her one day, you know, go get me my bag out the room. I need to get something. She picks up the bag and goes through the bag. And finds a receipt from Louis Vuitton and Houston's. Mm -hmm. And the Houston's receipt is a lot of money. It's about $300. Mm. So she says to him... And the date on the receipt is the day before his surgery.
3: (laughs) Both the receipts.
2: So she asks him... Where or who did you go to Houston's with and what did you buy from Louis Vuitton? Mm. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm always in Louis Vuitton. How you say it? Louis Vuitton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's somebody grandma saying right. it like that. And I went to Houston's with my homeboy. And she's like, Negro. Ain't nobody going to Houston's and actually paying for a $300 bill for just a homeboy. I know your homeboys and y'all don't really kick it like that. <laughs> Who did you go with and what did you buy from this store? Because you haven't given me anything and I've been with you and I haven't seen anything. Oh my God. I
0: ain't never seen you.
2: <clears throat> so, old Otis gives it up and says that he. Went on a date with some girl, but it didn't mean nothing. So, Claudette.
0: You don't just go to no fucking Ruth Chris with a girl that doesn't mean <laughs> anything, nigga. Houston's. Houston's.
2: That's the same thing, but.
0: Right. Steakhouse. Still a right. fucking steakhouse.
2: <clears throat> you don't. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> so... Claudette tells this Negro, I love pack Claudette. your stuff. Good job,
0: Claudette. What? You
2: got to get out. You got to go to your house. Like, Claudette. You cannot be at my house and you taking another female. The day, but you could have died. Like You go into surgery, people die in surgery. You know what I'm saying? You got to get anesthesia. You could have died. And your last day, you decide you're going to go buy you some female? Get-
0: <laughs> really? A Louis Vuitton... And, and
2: go out to eat, and it wasn't me, Negro. Okay, so he, she kicks him out. He tells her it's over. Like you don't kick me out after I just had surgery from cancer, niggas, and niggas, Negro, niggas, niggas. niggas gone, child. Niggas. So Claudette says that two months later, stop. Her friend sends her a screenshot. Of some chick, and she is engaged to the guy. What? Mm -mm. So, Otis (laughs) demanded or then proposed to some chick. I'm dead on it. (laughs) Who's apparently the chick that he took out to eat? So, Claudette. Has been to the nigga house. Oh, dang, I didn't say it the n word. She didn't been to the fella house. <laughs> you
0: trying to stop? to stop yeah. saying nigga. Okay. She
2: didn't been to the fella house. Went through his trash. You know how you put your valet trash outside. She done went through the trash. Found out the girl name. Found out where she work it. Oh really? Yeah. Basically, Claudette wants to know how does she get over this.
0: That's a tough one.
1: How long was the <laughs> how long before he proposed to the new chick?
2: Two months.
0: Yeah. I'm He's pissed fucked up, off. Bro. Like, can we just sit in the fact how fucked up that shit was?
2: My feelings was hurt reading it. Like, <gasps> two months. Yeah, and she gave a lot more details, which is why we wasn't gonna read it because that's a very specific story, girl. Somebody probably would not knew. Right. But yeah. Two
1: months. <laughs>
0: My whole thing is, bro, like, you are having relations. Two months. Not only relations, but you are really putting someone in a very... It's only been two months. (laughs) I'm trying to, like, word this. This is why you can't do shit like that at that level with people you're not married with.
1: (coughs) Do what? Oh, you mean taken care of?
0: Correct.
1: I can agree with that. Like
0: that's... Because... Not putting it on Claudette. No. Not Claudette. No,
1: but I feel <laughs> you. Why was she to do? Because no, you get your
0: fucking house and I'm going to come see you for a few hours. Or You're not going to be in my you shit. You get you
1: a nurse because you got insurance. Correct. And if you, got a, if, if you had surgery, you got insurance. So pay for a nurse. We ain't engaged. You are my boyfriend. I'ma come see you and feed you your jello for your day. <laughs> and then I'ma go home. That nigga
0: ain't shit. This nigga went to Louisville. Louis what is,
1: Okay, so let's And
0: Houston. Yeah, did he buy Claudine?
2: Did he buy Claudine? Claudine. Did he buy Claudette anything? No. You know how she didn't good? say if he bought, I mean. She did mention that they both make a really good salary, so I'm assuming that he's bought her things before. But that day, he didn't. She didn't say. But he her this nothing.
0: was the day before the nigga went into the day before the nigga went into surgery. This nigga went on a shopping spree with this other <laughs> chick and went to. Houston's that Hawaiian ribeye at Houston's is it's
1: dumb. It's amazingly good. You don't
0: take people to like Houston's buy that fucking Hawaiian ribeye just because, like that is very intentional. Actually,
1: Kobe took me and bought me to because Hawaii. he loves you.
0: Y'all are friends. You know what I'm just saying? Kidding. I'm just like, no, I mean, he made it seem like it was a rando. It didn't mean nothing. My so, homeboy.
2: So yeah. It, Listen, the
1: two months, months is yeah, what's killing me. There. I don't give a darn. If you going to cheat, okay, I'm not saying cheating is okay, but okay, cheat, cool. But you proposed to this hoe and she ain't even a hoe. Let me stop cuz she probably didn't need nobody. She
2: Claudette. did know. How? how she, you knew. Know she knew. She knew. How she knew? How she knew. Just, he had surgery where he at. Why you ain't over here with him? Maybe she told her he was in the hospital.
0: But 2 months later they was married. Nah. So she uh,
2: She been in, she Claudette said she been with this man for a year and a half.
0: Here's the thing.
2: So if the girl didn't know, the girl that he proposed to, uh Bathsheba, if she didn't know, <laughs> did you really just take is it Is this Beersheba?
0: David Bathsheba? Is, oh, yes, is it girl, David? Yes. I think so.
2: <laughs> if Bathsheba
1: no, didn't know it's
2: Jacob.
0: Oh Jacob. How? did she not know i think david had bethesda or something like that or no maybe not sorry
1: somebody else's wife who was it it might have been um
0: i'm sorry we haven't Bible.
2: sheba you're right actually how you
1: say it it. It, it, i don't know if it was david but the person who it was either jacob or joseph (laughs) i just read about it (laughs) but it was pharaoh's wife and she didn't have a name in the bible okay but that Bathsheba, i think might have been
0: david I think Beth she he bit killed.
1: David. then he get her husband? He killed. killed he made her
0: husband go to go to war, go to on, war the on the front rug, line. Yeah, so he can take her husband. Yeah. I mean her and wife. Then, and then his, he married yeah. her, and then he that's was sick crazy. about it. Yeah.
1: Hey, that could the be the Bible. No, listen. The Bible, the Bible be, is
0: lit. The Bible, the Bible got some
1: tea. Okay,
0: <laughs> especially old the old what is it called? The old old, old, testament. Testament. old testament.
1: That's it. <clears throat> the Bible. God. Listen. Anyways, back to
0: Claudette. I mean, that's
1: the I don't know though. I don't know. But she even knew. Let do you think, think she, she knows knew. now? Like, do you think she knows that, like, Oh, the okay. Time so, I didn't, I
2: didn't say this. She didn't text uh, Claudette and told her, stop texting my man. Because Claudette done went off on him. As I think she should. As she should. She done went off on the man. And the girl done text back to my, oh, here's the kicker. The girl is like 26. So, buddy left the 34-year-old to go get with the 26-year-old. And 26-year-old is like, leave him alone because he my man. But she knew about that girl. She knew. The whole situation for me. It's very sad. It's disrespectful. I think she,
0: and how she, I feel the only way that she can fully get over this is if she, I'm not saying react on all your emotions, but like, you need, their
1: marriage.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> the marriage is not gonna work because either the cancer is gonna come back and he's gonna oh. die, or he's gonna cheat on her, the current girl. With I mean, somebody knows. Or she's gonna cheat on him? Or she's gonna cheat on him and like collect the beneficial check. Like, I mean, I mean, Or whenever he dies, he's going to just collect it. Like, it's just not going to work.
1: Can we not kill him? Can we not kill him tonight? But listen,
0: whatever his surgery was, it can come back.
1: Listen, that is probably the God forgive me. That is
0: so wrong of (laughs) me. That is- But it's a reality that, a possibility that could very well happen.
1: But I'm talking about the fact that deep down to his core- he is a bad person.
2: A bad person. Y'all, I've been in a situation where I was in a relationship and I found out that this fella was liking somebody's pictures. Like we broke up and like a month later, he was liking somebody's pictures and I was mad about it.
0: Yeah. that's So a, liking somebody's um, Yeah. That's, that's on some, that's on some. Oh, you're know.
2: disrespectful because right. that, let me tell you why I was disrespectful because the girl know me. And she know we just broke up, so now all of a sudden you going on a liking spree on her damn pictures. It's disrespectful. Give it another three months.
0: Do you? you Okay, here's the question. Here's the question. Just liking somebody' pictures like that. Hold on. After you break up, do you still owe that person respect? You do. Do you? Yes. I think
2: to some extent. What? Really? Publicly? I think publicly. No. No. Publicly. Because at this point,
0: I'm dealing with- at Let this, me finish. Or yes, not. I will. Sorry. Publicly. Listen, after I did last week, girl, please stop me.
2: Publicly, I think if you guys are in a public relationship, people that y'all both mutually know need to- Kind of see that there is a breakup period. Like, all right. Because, see, what happens is y'all probably broke up on Tuesday. And if you liking people pictures on Thursday, people like, hold up, I thought he went, you know but what I'm saying? And it's w- still kind of like a let people. Realize, okay, they're not together. All right, they're not posting no more. I ain't doing all that. It's, I ain't gonna lie. I'm okay, not doing liking, all that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying, not doing
0: all that. I, I Let me tell you. you Let me. Listen, you are you serious? No, dead ass. Dead I ass. ass.
1: Not dead that ass, I wouldn't dead be ass. mad. Dead ass. But he doesn't owe me the
0: non likes. Like that's that's a fact. Of right? a, of
2: somebody I know. Somebody that we mutually know and everybody, everybody that that person knows. I'm going to be mad. Oh, and so I'm going to they you don't out owe too. me that. Now, here's yeah, the they thing. They like, owe it to me, <laughs> niggas that's listening. <laughs> right, in the future. Huh?
0: The niggas in the future that's coming.
2: This I is for just the niggas.
3: Strictly <laughs> in for the niggas. niggas. Got a <laughs> baby's
2: at the end mark. I done got that?
0: Well, first of all, uh, Otis is trash. Complete trash. Gutter trash. Gutter snipe trash. So
2: what's gutter the difference? Snipe. What's the difference then with him proposing to the girl then? Proposing is completely different than like. They don't know each other. They don't know each other.
1: Like propo- proposing is like such an intimate, serious. Like, that is a... Like, proposing to marry somebody is supposed to be a lifetime decision.
0: The first thing that she should do is listen to Beyonce... Best thing I never had, and blast it. She need to drink wine, and she need to blast that song because she needs to realize how much of a bullet she fucking dodged.
1: I think she needs to go on his Instagram and on, under every picture she should comment "ugly," period. Ugly, period. Ugly, ugly. Period, ugly, Sick period. Sick ass. Period. Then go on the girlfriend, excuse me, the fiance's page. Correct. And comment "ugly" too. Ugly too. <laughs> ugly too. <laughs> Therefore, you can already set the president, because they're not going to go through and do all You have all
0: to those. be petty for a little while. You got to be petty. Right. So you have to be petty.
2: You have to be petty. They can Is also it right? go to the police and file a... Uh, restraining
1: order, order on you. On you. No. They're, not, but they're not. They're not going to find no restraining order for somebody saying somebody was ugly. No, you have to no. do so much
0: Go stuff. Go
2: every picture. Every. Hell yeah. Ugly like, too. Some people every have 500 too. pictures they on their page. They're ugly them all. But that is that's stalking.
0: No, she has no, to. No, it's not. Yes, that is.
1: That's not cyber yes, stalking. That's not, that's not No.
0: Stalking.
1: How is it <laughs> so not? So she
0: has to do something petty that will not get her in jail. No, girl, don't do that. Well, you need to do, she need to get it out some type of way. But I also do feel that, I feel that deep down inside, she knew what that man was about in some type of way. Like she had an idea of what he was capable of doing.
2: Have y'all seen the movie Maybe, right? Acrimony? I that's have what, not. That's
0: what Beyonce, huh?
2: No. <laughs>
1: Everything does not have the
0: oh no, that's with Taraji P. Henson.
2: Okay, so the movie came out a long time ago. Spoiler alert alert. Basically, the movie was about some the chick saw signs the whole time. Taraji's character saw signs the whole time with this dude. He um cheated on her. He didn't have no money. He was not about to finish school. And she continued to like give herself to him. Mm. Right? Like what y'all were saying, like, don't go to his house. He's, he's um, just had surgery. He got a nurse. Like, I think that what I'm trying to get at is in the movie, she never took responsibility for the role she played in that relationship. Like, Mm. ever. And then it got to the point where he they divorced he married somebody else within like 3 months <laughs> and it was the girl that he cheated on her with in the movie and she went like she snapped she started going on a social it's media disrespectful. and typing a whole bunch of stuff and just like obsessing over them and then she ended up killing him and killing herself like she oh she did accidentally accidentally killed herself like it was a very intense movie and I think a lot of people need to watch it. How so you the accidentally first, kill yourself? She tripped on something and fell in the ocean. What? <laughs> and she...
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: she died because it was something... Let's
0: get back to claude yeah, No, I'm sure. getting
2: to it. It was something connected on her foot And so when she fell into the water, she was like basically suffocated. She could not get out of the water because whatever was holding her foot, she was gone. Like it sunk her into the water. So she died. And she had like stabbed a man or shot him or something. But I'm saying that to say that like obsessing over him. I mean, like... I don't want her to obsess, petty, but I want her
0: to be petty. Being petty yeah. and commenting. I don't want her to yeah.
2: Like, trust but me. The, but what I'm saying is the acrimony that she's probably in, like, that's why I'm I'm bringing up the movie. It's like, those feelings are probably me saying, like, don't go like nobody. Pictures, that's petty. But the feeling that she probably has like nigga I was just wiping your ass.
0: Correct.
2: And now you are proposed to somebody, imagine that feeling, y'all.
0: So this is why I say she needs to do something petty because like something that traumatic you have like it's it's too early for you depending on how long it's been. So I'm assuming that this just happened like 2 months ago, right?
3: Yeah.
0: I don't feel like it's fair for you to just completely go in process mode like hey i need to process this so i can get over it i think she needs to sit in her feelings and i I think she needs to like really like fucking cry out she need to let that shit out she she needs to be a little petty like i i've oh, learned no. the, i've learned how petty you know I, i've learned and i don't even <clears throat> want to practice you know i don't even want to preach this so i'm not even gonna say it at all so you know what chill on that petty shit cuz i don't even want to i don't even want to promote that shit
2: i've been hurt before and i've been hurt on some real serious stuff that had me in a very you know like a whirlwind of emotions but i cannot even imagine being with somebody for a year and a half somebody that has already cheated on me before and we trying this for a second time you cheat on me again and then you propose to the chick
0: I mean... And the thing about it is, like, he—you might like, want to take a two-month
2: vacation or something. The proposal is what killed
1: me at the two months.
2: Yeah. You don't know yeah. nobody at the two months. But here's the thing, unless you're 60. I, feel, I feel like unless I'm... you're sixty, <laughs> you see, you see,
0: because the... when
2: you're sixty, you know yourself.
0: <laughs> you see, like the proposal gets to you, but I feel like the proposal is nothing because it's not going to work. So I, but I, you I, are I feel able to say that
2: out of the situation, though. No,
0: but that's how I look. Like I, when I'm when I'm going through things, especially within a relationship, it's like I know. Like, what makes me feel good about breakups? Because we had an episode on breakups. Y'all go back and listen to it if y'all have not listened to it. We talked about breakups. <laughs> uh, so, the good thing, whenever it's time for me to break up, like, I really know your flaws. And if you continue to have behavior where you will self destruct, I know that one day that's going to happen. So, I feel good that, bitch, yeah, you may think you have moved on, but like, the path that you're on, you're going to fucking struggle. So, I'd be like, I'm cool on you. I'm good with you. So, I don't think she need to really trip on the the proposal because, trust me, little young Tenderoni, 26 years old, either she is going to be dealing with infidelity or he's going to be dealing with infidelity because, trust me, at the age of 26, your dips, your 20-year-old dips is still relevant depending on how good the relationship is and how good the sex is. So trust me, he's going to be dealing with some shit.
1: I like the term dips. Me too. That's I all I heard out of what you just so. said. I'm kidding.
0: It's okay. I'm kidding. I Like I agree, just, I just feel I good, agree like, with you. I mean, and but she's still growing too. Like, they're 10 years wish, apart.
1: I don't, I just would hope nobody would propose to somebody that they're not really Man, serious about. Like, I just would not, I don't know, two months. <laughs> like if, if 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 somebody came to me after two months and was like, "Will you marry me?" I I, I don't think I would have said yes. I don't care how old I am.
0: Y'all, this is a two-hour show. Okay, let's go. So you know what, Claudette, I'm uh sorry. you in danger, girl, and I'm sorry that you are going through this, but. If you are a very responsible human being and you are in somewhat control of your emotions, do some petty shit with your cousins. No, not your cousins. Do some petty shit with one of your best friends who you know is responsible that you can kind of do some petty stuff with that won't go overboard. But I feel like it's okay for you to do a little bit of petty stuff. Well, Don't listen to
2: me, girl, because I don't even deal with the likes. So I'm too impulsive. She wouldn't
0: even do no like. How would you? What would you recommend for her to do? What do you...
2: Like oh, you. I think she need to watch the movie <laughs> because
0: it teaches a good lesson. Yeah, it okay. makes you,
2: it makes you take responsibility for you and get out of focusing on
0: them. Oh, okay. Well, omit what I just said. Like, don't do. That I mean, petty nah. Shit. I
2: mean, maybe nah, she's not as do do impulsive no... as me because I don't even want a nigga to like some bitches <laughs> on nothing <laughs> yeah. of a mutual person. So maybe she don't need to listen to me. She might not be as emotional and impulsive as I am. But me, myself personally, two months after we break up, you are engaged. E. Ah. Damn. Okay. Damn. Damn.
3: Okay.
0: All right, y'all. So please make sure if you've reached the end of the show, (laughs) please make sure that you go in our bio, click on the link. Follow us on Colorform and see... I'm sorry. Follow us on SeedSpark and definitely donate. We need your money. It could be $5. It could be like literally a dollar, my nigga. Like, please. Yeah, it could be a dollar. Like, literally give us that dollar. Or it can be 50 50 cent or $50 or $500. So, please, we really need your money. We really want this this reality show to pop off. Um, And thank y'all for listening.
2: Word of the day is... Always he tried to had. get out of it. Yeah. Poussant.
0: Poussant?
2: Nah. Pick another one. <laughs> no. I ain't
0: doing that shit today. today you know this one girl called me out. Is- she was like, Cara told Justin that it was an adjective or something like that. <laughs> and he still <laughs> said it in a way of a verb.
1: Poussant is an adjective. It means drunk. strong or powerful. Justin, please use. I'm not going first. Poussant.
2: It is a what? Adjective. You have to have puissant control over yourself, not to go shoot up somebody's house after you done broke up and they proposed to somebody in two months. Oh my
0: gosh,
1: Poussant. Justin. <sighs>
0: What is it again? Like, what's the definition?
1: Stronger, powerful.
2: <laughs> Come on now to episode Aretha two hours. Franklin
0: Hills possess puissant possess- 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 qualities. Because that hill was holding on. Look how her foot was straight. You know what? It was frozen, y'all. Her foot was. It was.
2: They fo- had to break themselves. Oh, my God. They had to break themselves. Look. Um, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> her foot was fucking frozen. They
2: had to break themselves. And you know,
0: the Lubiton hills can be a little steep. It couldn't be. It Maybe the, they
2: got like three sides of No. Them ba-
0: it Lubintan don't matter. Ma- Lubiton is not making a special hill Trust for Daniel. When she
2: died, her
1: feet weren't just. Okay. Knock on wood.
2: Oh, my God.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Y'all, oh, Aretha Lisbon was just so he funny to me. <laughs> Y'all, that cry. foot was so straight. I'm like, how did they do Justin!
1: that? <laughs> Stop talking about her dead body. <laughs> <Justin>! <laughs>
0: that pump that pump was like Kurt curved. what
1: is your I'm <laughs> trying to he keep talking
0: listen Star, that pump had an stop. arch in the heel but that foot was straight
1: Justin
0: Aretha know we love her shit Aretha also had them titties out with a spaghetti strap you know
2: what I mean, I'm, not, I'm not done <laughs> no.
0: anymore. No fucking titties were huge in that spaghetti strap. I'm done. Bitch, hold on.
1: Pilaz had a breakfast sandwich and he called it a poussant.
0: I hate you. Good Goodbye. <laughs> I hate her.
3: Justin.